Hey, gang, it's Fillmore. For those of you who are jonesing for the Extra Sunday episodes, no longer available on YouTube, you can access them on patreon.com slash jimfix, J-I-M-F-I-X-X. If you sign up for the whiskey-sobbing computer board level at $2.50 a month, you'll have access not only to those Extra Sunday episodes that are no longer available on YouTube, but you will get 50% of the Patreon content going forward if you would like full access to all sunday episodes all patreon content including the last 32 episodes or 33 episodes produced thus far just sign up for the black kluge five dollar level or higher if you want to give us more money uh you are more than welcome to for those of you who don't do paypal or patreon rather we have a paypal address as well johnny the greek 21 at gmail.com for those of you who cannot get Patreon to work and would like to use PayPal as a method of monthly payment, we will only accept donations from the Black Kluge level or higher. And privately, personally, we will send you all the episodes on Patreon and the missing Sunday episodes, of course. What is the big deal? You are so uptight. I don't want to be part of any Hollywood establishment. I don't want to meet Hollywood people. I don't want to have anything to do with them. I had a call. My wife wants to go to these parties and stuff. I don't, I'm not interested. Life. My you, best friend in the world, I, I met when I was four, Mary Wigmore. You mean to tell me she's not famous and she's your best friend in the world? <laughs> she's not famous. Why would you waste your time with Mary Wigmore? <laughs> <laughs> are you crazy? Because she's the greatest human ever. But you have famous friends, right? I do. I have some. I have some famous friends and I have mostly not famous Who's friends. Who's your most impressive famous friend that I would be excited about? I can't believe you did that. First of all, you don't even know if you watched You said you were going to do it. Hour and a half. I have not taken a break. Spread the word about Sirius. We do not take commercial breaks that often. Let's go ahead to Randy. Well, I'll go out with her. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. I'll go He's out He's under her. duress here. I would. The girl. I would go out with her. Yeah, I don't okay. understand it. First of all, you wouldn't. No, you're, first of all, you're in a different situation. I got three girls at home. My, my, so my daughter. what does that mean? I'm 53 years old. You know, all my, gr my girls when they were young were in love with black people. Um, I went to visit Ashley at summer camp, and she had a big poster of Usher over her bed. Oh, yeah? Usher. And, like, you know, it's a little startling. I go, I go what's this? And she goes, uh, oh, my God, isn't he the hottest thing? And I went, oh, yes, very much so. Oh, he's very hot. Very hot. What? I, I have to get rid of the wrap-up show because, and I'll tell you why. The purpose of the rapper show is not to sit there and criticize me. Whatever I'm doing is so that everyone here can make a living. He's doing both things simultaneously. It may not be totally XY. That's right. It could be XXY. I might be a tranny <laughs> or a shin. A he she or something like that. I don't believe it. What? I don't believe your result. Why? Because you spent all your life with Ralph and you're gay. How can a heterosexual man spend his life with a homosexual? First of all, you're trying to be funny. Second of all... <laughs> I told you he has this theory that you're gay. Yeah, and let me tell you something. Ralph is my friend. Ralph and I don't spend that. When's the last time we got together socially? I can't even remember. Believe well, me, I know like, one thing. If it was a choice, I'd be gay. <laughs> because it'd be a lot easier. Judith Regan has her own theory. I think Howard collaborates better with women because he's gay. I actually think that Howard is a gay man trapped in a straight man's body. And uh, Howard works with women, at least he worked with me, the way I've worked with most of my gay authors over the years. Oh, I watched that horrible movie that won the Oscar. I, I 
I knew you would not oh love Parasite, God. and Parasite is one of the greatest movies Great. ever made. Ding dong 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 ding dong. You didn't dong. get to the good part. <laughs> I, mean, oh I, I watched the whole movie. Welcome, guys, back to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. And with me is Sam once again. How are you doing, Sammy? I'm so good. Hi. And we're going to do part two of Tracy Unbound. Uh, and the we, just before we get into the video aspect, which I truncated and try to make it as concise for you guys and left out all the Benji stuff because it's not about Benji, even though he insists on making it about himself. Um, the uh, We've got a couple of responses we have uh, from people that took up for Gary in our after our take and disagreed with us, which is fine. We don't mind that. But we were actually I know I was a little shocked that people didn't see it the same way uh, and not because I think I'm so right or Sam thinks, you know, our, our opinions are, are unassailable, but because it seemed cut and dry to us. But I want Sam to explain a little bit more about her, the uh, what we were talking about. Well, I, I like when people give their take, even if it's mm-hmm. not our take, because, mm-hmm. you know, I would never be upset with somebody for not agreeing with me. That's insane. I think it makes for a more richer conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the points that were being made, I thought we sort of made them in the podcast, but if we didn't, now we're going to sort of reassert what we're saying. And I listened to these points. I took them in, but I still disagree with them. Yeah, same. And it and it's it's it, it sounded to me like some some of the fans in in specific, specifically I won't say the names, but even even though I know they wouldn't be too upset if we did. I And I'm like not they, mad about it by the way no, at all. I no, I, we, I enjoy I enjoy the uh devil's dis- advocate or I discourse. Just just their own just their own opinion on it, you know, for me it's like, okay, I guess if that's how you see it, I don't see how, but okay. Well, this is this is one of the uh, one of the uh, the takes rather to say. So let me just get into it uh, because uh, okay, I got to find the right one. I'll read it out. Sorry, guys, I like the show, but I think you were off base on this one, twisting things in a way to make Bowie sound incompetent, which there may be perhaps an argument for, but this isn't it. This is basic office stuff, except for maybe the refrigerator thing. Well, already okay, there's one thing that's in, that's part of it, and there's nothing wrong with most of it, and it's not that Tracy is a woman. I've met plenty of men, men, her, I think women like, I think he misspelled it, but women like her that have an overinflated sense of their own utility and have some insane notion of the amount of respect to which they feel entitled. It was a funny segment on the show. However, she came off looking really bad and petty. By the way, I liked her. The Grillo thing's one of my favorites. You're just way off base on this one. Now, I'm going to just take apart a little of this, first of all. Twisting, we're. I, I don't think we're twisting anything to make Bowie sound incompetent. Based, we're going. We're going based on the audio, in which not just Tracy but other people have gone on board and said Bowie is incompetent. They filmed him sleeping. The Howard TV have a collection of Bowie clips they we've never seen that of him fucking off in the um, in the office, and that we have a history of Howard shitting on Gary. That is not shtick because Double it's book constant. Guests. Um, double book guests, lack of communication. And then we also have the fact that Marcy came in um, shortly after the Tracy period because of most of, if you can't tell, the summit leak was about office disorganization. Absolutely. And then I will have to say that um, when he says that 
uh, basic offense office stuff except for the refrigerator. Well, that is actually offensive. I'm a girl and I can say that would piss me off. And I would also say that I've met uh, many, plenty of women and men with inflated sense of egos. Yes. Of their own utility. Yes. That does happen in an Absolutely. office. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't like when people feel that they are entitled to more respect than they deserve. But based on just what she was saying, I don't think it was asking that much for to send an email or come down to her office just to say that the meeting is canceled. I think that that shows um, a disorganization in the office mm -hmm. versus if an office that ran, I don't know, Smoothly. like mine, which is like sm a smooth ship, there's a hierarchy, a tier, an organization that you know. And that if, it, if, it's, if it's not there, then it leads to feelings like this because you're not running a tight ship. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the... Uh, it, okay, the, he, this person further goes on to say, actually, she's not entitled to equal treatment. I don't get the same treatment as some of my higher-up bosses as far as information and work decisions. We're not arguing that, and neither was she. She was simply saying that there's a lack of communication or consistent communication, number one. Number two, there's a lack of delineation of roles within the well, organization. She did say, I will push back a little. She did say it's like a boys club. So when the equal treatment thing and my, when my ears perk up, it's saying, yes, she does deserve equal treatment as the boys, whatever yeah, she, that is, whatever that is. And first of all, she shouldn't be told from the start like that. It's a boys club. It may be intimidating for you because let her that's her business let her discover for herself what it's like and she can decide to quit or complain as she feels is is her want and Which is what the, she was doing but when you tell someone for, you're you're giving someone the, the the you're giving someone the reason for the way things are going in in the in the office that are maybe not the way it should be and you're starting her off with the idea that don't complain just cuz you're a woman ever there might be some sexual harassment going on. There might be this. You got to look the other way. Right. And this is also saying um, some of my higher bosses, as far as information and work decisions, so they don't get the same treatment in regards to that. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, not privy to some sort of, um, you know, uh, director's emails. You know, like mm -hmm. I wouldn't know what those inner workings are. But that's laid out for me from the get-go of what mm -hmm. the tiers are at my office. Clearly, they didn't lay out these tiers, and they're ever-changing. And he seems to be tasking people with more work, but you don't know if the tiers change. Tracy seemed to be hired as a higher-up, right? An office yep. manager seems to be, the word manager, seems to make her... Some sort of higher up, even regardless yeah. of her. It's a position. Years it's, man there. it's management. I mean, you're you're meant to be in on certain meetings, absolutely. And it doesn't mean she gets to go and meet Howard for uh, which we which she actually does. It doesn't mean she has like a carte blanche to go see the big boss, but and she has to be. In, she she's in a position where she has to be in touch with out with uh, what's his name, Tim Sabian, uh, with yeah. Gary, anybody who's responsible for a bunch of other people, Doug Goodstein. Yeah. A liaison. And, and, and that, yes. 
Yes, because she has to run the office. And then it says, if a meeting is postponed, I don't expect a big boss to come and tell me. Okay, fine. I agree with that. Okay. But here's the problem. Tracy was never told who who is going to be communicating these decisions with you. Gary just at a whim decides to tell Jason something. Is that the person that's supposed to be communicating with her? Like I'm saying, this is the office delineation. So supervisors will say things to us, not our director. I would never expect that because that's the protocol. So you do you understand what I'm saying? She is expecting Gary to say something to her because she sees herself as a, at a managerial level. Yes. They've never told her otherwise. And then for Jason to sometimes tell her, sometimes forget, not know, this seems to be something that's reoccurring. Well, is this the person that's supposed to be giving me these messages? Because sometimes it's you, Gary, and sometimes it's Jason. There should be a protocol in place in an office to run smoothly. Yeah. And that should be laid out from the get-go. When she gets hired, the, the person should be able to say, if I can't get to you, you're going to hear from Will or Jason, who are associate producers, but really should say, slash, you know, step and fetch it, guys, uh, slash secretaries, slash right. janitors. Because the, so the whole janitorial stuff is, it, I find it amazing that it even got to that point. Now, this one last thing uh, it says here, and Gary was the producer for 20 years. That's not why they brought Marcy in, and you know it. Well, actually, it oh. is why they brought Marcy in for a number. Okay, yes, he was in the middle of a, uh, he was in, Stern was involved in a cult. But the reason why he got her was so that she had the balls to fire people, which she did. Scott, Scott, if Scott Stalem uh, deserved, let's say, to get fired for his treatment, his uh, treatment of people at the Christmas party, then Gary should have been able to be the one to do it. But Wiggy knew that he needed Gary to goof on pretty much, and he needed him for just content, basically. But he couldn't count on him to be a producer because he knows he's useless as a he's, he's useless as tits on a bull marcy he can do but he can give marcy the job no one knows her and she's got howard's ear this is just balderdash like you unbelievable that you can't watch that whole summit Mm -hmm. and it's it's a passive aggressive if not aggressive swipe at the literal awfulness that gary is at his job there is nothing and nobody that can tell me Every single facet of that program was based on Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all about basically it's 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 all about Bowie and his lack of. But now the thing is, again, the fault lay at that time with Howard, who wouldn't actually tell Gary this is the way things should go. I want you to do this. He they were running by the seat of their pants, and that natural chaos sort of became why and the show was good. We love that, and that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like Gary also didn't know oh so you want to take this in this direction see this mm-hmm. the problem we're not saying it's all gary's fault it's howard's fault yes absolutely. but the fact that the office didn't have a structure the way that Stru- normal stru- offices <laughs> structure. structure the yeah. way that normal offices do that yeah. is a huge problem and that's oh, why yeah. marcy came in so right there so there's our rebuttals to the critiques which i do appreciate i just yeah. don't agree 
Yeah, to, to, but feel free to take us to task for anything anything you don't agree with, guys, because it creates discourse, and ultimately, that's more fun than everybody just going in the same direction. Oh uh, yeah. And in terms of the ski house thing, once again, I don't, I would, nobody would have a problem. Tracy's going to explain it in this video that it was seemingly kept like a secret, and then people that weren't invited were upset because it was made to feel it was made to be as if don't mention it because you know it's 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 a it's very hush hush. I don't think Tracy would have went to the ski thing. I just think this is another exclusionary tactic that, you know, made her not feel like a part of the show, a part of the office, a part of these people that she works with every day. Uh, as for the uh, the ski house thing, guys, well, that's again, I agree. Bowie should have no problem with uh, who he invites to it as long as it's all up on, you know, as long as he tells people about it and doesn't make it like it's some kind of secret. Because, that, again, that will only cause bad feeling amongst the office workers who feel I'll never get to that tier. I don't belong there. But then when they're treated like. We're part of the on-air staff. That's where the problems come. They feel like they're on the same level, but they're not. And then they're not told they're not on the same level. If you tell them, this is for so-and-so, and you guys are down here. Sorry. I, d I know it seems rough, but that's the way it is. Then Exactly. Then there's no, there's no question. You might be upset about it, but at least it's been laid out for you. And that's when you saw in the entire leaked footage of the summit, he started already talking about these roles that he wanted people in and that he wanted these tiers of people. We're going to have these teams and they're going to communicate solely and report to this person. And so he was already talking about this sort of organizational structure that he wanted to exist in the office. So that is the reason why Marcy was brought in. Yep. And so here we go with the next day, guys, or at least a couple. I think it's the next day or the, the next two days after. And they've got a little bit of clip. And this is intro on the uh, happy hour. So you're finally seeing video. My topic for tonight is Gary fucking Baba Booey Delabate. Gary, you fuck. I love you. I do. And I don't I don't consider you a piece of shit, but you're kind of a piece of shit. When I first started here, he always said to me, you know, it's a boys club, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be hard for you. The only fucking one that treats me any different than everybody else is Gary. Take the 10 okay. extra. That's my point. That mm -hmm. was my point with that person. When you go into a job and that's what you're told. He's setting is, himself up to look like an idiot. You're, and you're already not an equal. No. So when he's saying, I've got non-equal treatment, was it outlined for you that you were going to be treated? Like, did you think you were going into the Spice Girls? Like, you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> crazy. You should yeah. not be, that should not be the office environment. That that shouldn't come out of the manager, the the uh, the producer's mouth that it's a boys club or any of that shit. You should be going and thinking, well, it's an equal opportunity environment, you know, blah 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 blah. You're going to get the respect you g get based on the level, the quality of work you provide. Now I'll level with you here. Listen, it was that time period of when it, it was what it was. It was a boys club. Yes, and you could have warned her saying. Listen, this is a very male-dominated atmosphere. Which you she, might she, be uncomfortable should, in certain situations. 
But I'm sure you know what you're getting yourself into by wanting to work here. I think it's amazing that you're putting yourself out here and wanting to come into this environment that's mostly male dominated. Mm -hmm. So Gary should have made her more comfortable instead of aggressively warning her like that. Like instead of making her putting her on edge. Yeah, prepared to be stifled once in a while, prepared to be excluded from conversations and then finding out about them after the fact. Like, like say, but we wanted you here because we need this energy in this office and we are an equal opportunity employer. We think that you can bring something to this and your energy is exactly what we need. You know? Sure. Yeah, you're, you come highly recommended, all that crap. But the uh, the idea is, and anyway, I, I think it's funny because she came from the record industry and so did Ross, and she and Ross don't get along. <laughs> I don't know if it's a little competition there, but either way, uh, I love that aspect Ross is like first a part. slimier Tommy Mottola. I hate yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's a piece of shit. Fucking steps, stop playing Sporkle or fucking Solitaire <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is and come and tell me what you need to tell me. It's not my fucking job to clean out your fucking refrigerator. You made me order another one so it wouldn't fucking happen. And the fact that you called me in there, you fucking, in, you can't intercom me to tell me that a fucking meeting's canceled. But This is the thing that also I found amazing. The way she explains <laughs> it, they ordered another refrigerator, so this didn't wasn't going to happen, but yet it happened. That's where you get on fucking Gary, and you're supposed to you're supposed to say like, no, 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 no. This this was to circumvent such a thing happening. You allowed it to happen. It's your fuck up. Own up, own up to it. And yes, I agree with Gary what he's going to say later. She should have told him right away, not wait a couple, whatever, a year after it happened, whatever, because apparently this is all quite in the past. It's not recent, but it's coming out. And Tim Sabian's the one who requested her be on this show anyway. So she's giving them what they want. He doesn't like what he's hearing. He has to combat it. Well, it's of all course personal he does. For, it's all personal for Gary. He's not even addressing. That's the main point of our first episode. He's not addressing her point by point. He's just blanking, blanketing it all in one thing, asking you to believe, as you said, a straw man's argument. It's just about respect. Fuck this. And it's it's Wiggy. I was going to say Wiggy 2.0. It's actually Wiggy 0.01. It's like a low percentage, shitty, diluted version of Wiggy. And he's unable to back his own arguments up because he has none. It really is. And I like that you did say for on Gary's end, she should have brought this up sooner. But if he wanted this implemented and was too much of a pussy to say, hey, I bought another fridge. We need to change the fact that you're putting shit in my fridge. Then he should have told Tracy to give that memo out, said, hey, can you email people? And tell them to stop putting shit in my fridge. But she never got that memo because Gary is a disorganized monkey and cannot fucking function properly. Well, the other thing is, that's my whole point. If you got the new fridge, how is it that people still feel after the fact that they can still put stuff in your refrigerator? It's because you're too much of a pussy, meaning Gary, to tell them, don't do that. That's not for you. This is for me specifically now. And really, I don't even know why he didn't have one of his own to begin with if he's a fucking producer. What's a fridge? Yeah, we just started um, in our office. We have like a fridge and we were having this problem where people were leaving things in forever and then it just got so full. So we have a rule now where it stays for a week. And on Friday, 
if yeah. your shit isn't out of the fridge, it's getting yeah. thrown out. Yeah, the that's end. it. Yeah, that's it. So there's clear there was clearly no such policy at the Stern show, and that's another strike against Gary and obviously by extension, Howard. You can intercom me to come and clean out your fucking refrigerator? Fuck you, you fuck. By the way, Tracy uh, got a ton of email last She's night. She's here. Yeah. Oh, she is. Did you guys see each other? Yeah, she came to me and talked to me about business, and mm -hmm. I was very... But was it awkward? That yeah, after... totally awkward for me, not for Nothing her. was said about last night's oh. show. No. Did she came in to talk to me. Now, Bowie's oh, coming in like a, he's, he's, he's such, such a pussy. A, no, he's such a... Look at this folded arms. Yeah. I'm so... No, I didn't talk about awkward for me. Yeah, he's a victim. It's all about you. You're such a victim because she let you have it. And look at it. Look at his fucking face. I just want to punch it. It's the 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 slit right above the the right below the nose. Like that's what people for years have been going. He that's why you call him monkey breath. Not just because Ugh. he looks he really does look like he's descended from apes. <laughs> I it does. It looks like a trough, like a feeding trough. <laughs> Those teeth. <laughs> I'm Ugh. thinking of how many chimpanzees I've seen doing the same thing when they're smiling at people. Now, here's the thing. Uh, he's got his arms crossed, as you said. He's defensive. It's on a, def it's a defensive posture that you put up because you're not willing to listen to anything. And that's exactly his approach to this whole thing. And, okay, I can't argue with you. Same as the first part. But when, Gary, when uh, Tracy comes in, it's high stress for her. It's high stress for Gary, but for different reasons because he – but he's he feels he's protected by Howard and by Robin by being in there. So in a way, he's a lot like them as well. But then when Tracy comes in, she's by herself and she's going to hold her own. I think it's quite commendable. I said, save it for the air. And then she said, so we had to talk about business. And I said, OK, you know, distribute those accordingly. You know what to do. And right. And then she, as she walked away. I said, I, I say that respectfully. <laughs> so Tracy and Gary just had their first interaction. It was awkward. I don't wow. know who wrote that, but evidently everyone in the office was on edge. Well, there's a lot of debate whether Tracy should really do the show. I, I thought the show was a home run in the sense that she did the happy hour. She, she it delivered. Was. She delivered. It was, yeah. But unfortunately, there's that screen again. Jesus Christ. She's always on that fucking screen. <laughs> oh, my God. It just hide. Anytime there's confrontation where yeah. she's like, oh, I have to defend a woman. Let me stare at the screen. Why not? God Only forbid. You were the victim, Gary. Yeah. yeah. She called you an asshole. A fucking asshole. A fucking asshole. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. A lazy fuck. She never called him a lazy fuck. She never called him a lazy fuck. She implied that he's a lazy fuck, but she never said it. That's key, everybody. Doesn't get brought up. I will. You're a lazy fuck. Let's go. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you don't invite her to your ski house. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to bring Tracy in so that maybe Douche. you could have some closure? I mean, we we probably need to finish it off, and I'd rather right, do good. it with you than than, than get, not with me. Well, and then <laughs> by myself and deal with it on a one to one basis, which is what a manager should do. I'd rather not hear from the person that thinks I'm basically uh, passive aggressively harassing them and treating them like a maid. But yeah. sure, why not? Bring, bring her in. You're crazy on the wrap up show, right? All right. If we're gonna do it all on the air, let's live life on the air. All right, Tracy, come on in if you don't mind, and uh, let's. Uh... Well, look, I, listen, first of all, I feel Tracy did a very good radio show. She did. She did a good show. Whether or not the show is healthy for the office environment is another consideration. But do you care? <laughs> well, I care that everyone's comfortable. Tracy, you did it. You care that everyone's comfortable. <laughs> for you today, the day after the happy hour, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I was up last night a lot. You were, you were upset about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. 
listen, you did nothing wrong in the sense that that's the show. The show is you spouting and spewing out your feelings. You get the poison out, so to speak. Absolutely. Right. Nevertheless, it does cause discomfort between you and Gary the next day. You know, I was that she looks like in the face that model Gia who died in 1986. Angelina Jolie played her in a TV movie that Gia uh, Cara. It's C-A-R-A-N-G-I. Karangi. 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 Gia Karangi. But she looks like her in the face a lot. Okay. Sure. Right. I think there's a difference between being mad at an ex-intern that never worked under her and trashing the shit out of your boss. It's a different level. I'm not saying that she's not allowed to do it, but I'm allowed to be upset by it. Absolutely. And so would an intern. Anybody could be upset by it. <laughs> I love this. It's true. Like, I'm allowed to be upset. Well, who, who, who's permitted and not permitted to have feelings, you fucking monkey? Plus, you gave her a show to do specifically this task. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me, but the point. Well, what what is in like her to do a show on? Yeah, and you know, I think it came up. To be honest with you, I left my radio here, right. so I think you said like you were talking about the cleaning of the refrigerator. Yes, or you had said, well, why doesn't she ever come to me on this stuff? I come to you all the time. You just don't listen to me hmm. because I did tell you how I felt about the refrigerator. We had the conversation. You don't remember because you and, don't and, listen to me. And, and and how did I respond when you said that? Was I mean? Did I have I ever spoken to you in a demeaning way? Okay. Again, this, this this ties this ties into the first part that where you said it's uh, he's bringing up about the the um, the the message the style of the message as opposed to the message itself. Is there any kind of word from Gary? He's going on about did I tell it to you in a mean way? Getting hung up he on the presentation, it's irrelevant. It's the content. It's completely fucking irrelevant. Right. Now, it would be it would be also an issue if he was a mean asshole and said, look, clean out the fucking refrigerator, cunt. Listen, it's it's irrelevant because you also got the second refrigerator and you could have told her to send a memo to say, stop putting have have the staff stop putting things in this refrigerator. But you never delineated that task. So this Mm -hmm. is your fault entirely, Gary. Have I ever said to you, hey, I'm the fucking boss. Do what I say or shut the fuck up it, that's or not, anything like that's that? That's not the point. It's not It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And you, whether you want to admit it or not, you treat me differently than you do the rest of the I staff. think, Tracy, I think you think everybody treats you differently. You feel that's wronged. That's not true. You feel wronged by probably the whole world. You feel wronged by everybody. You feel like there's oh, a lack oh, of respect okay, and everybody so- walks on eggshells around you. And for the most part, people like you. And I told Howard off the air and Howard will back me up on this. Okay. Give me a bat right now to fucking home run his head off. Listen to me. You are making that straw man argument again to her face to Mm -hmm. say, oh, you feel disrespected by the world, Tracy. What do you fucking know? How could you even how can you even say that to her when she's specifically naming what she feels disrespected by Gary she's not telling you that she feels disrespected by the world she feels disrespected by you for the specific thing that you're Mm -hmm. doing and instead of taking responsibility for it you're folding your arms like a cocksucker and saying oh uh, 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 
I, I, you feel disrespected by the world, Tracy. Right. Oh. What you're and what you're doing is actually like a Ray Stern, which really becomes a Howard Stern thing, and you're you're conflating something that isn't there. And the actual the actual truth of it is, if there weren't a whole mass of people under you and Tracy who felt like she did, or or felt like you know Gary is this kind of pompous shithead, and he's not a particularly good and efficient manager, it wouldn't even get to this point because work would be getting done, business would be getting taken care of refrigerator would be clean free and clear and everything would be kosher but instead you want to do this the way like minimizing it by saying oh you know it's generalizing oh everybody you're upset everybody's upset everybody's upsetting you it's just you it's just you it's no different than saying you can't take a joke i'm just joking like this cover by the way cover after this after this episode, don't you think so many people are going to find me so approachable and <laughs> and so fun? And who who wouldn't want to date me? <laughs> well, I mean, there's okay assertiveness. I sound assert- like so, I, it's not the, a bad thing. What's the word they assertive? call it? They used, no, they used to call it back in the day. Not just assertive, brassy. I think was the term they used. Like bold as brass, meaning you know very. Um, very forward, very direct, very uh, uh, ballsy, really. Tell the and truth. I don't know. It, when did that become ballsy? <laughs> well, either either way. Well, yeah, I know. Now it is actually the the, the only thing uh, the only it's thing re- rebellious in a fucking world where permissive that's a permissive loony bin is telling the fucking truth, and nobody wants to do it because everybody wants to be, you know, <laughs> liked. Ev- well, I yeah. I mean, you want Instagram followers. You want this and that. Um, okay, so let's let's continue on. And again. Gary being under the protection of the wolf right here is not doing him any favors because now he's coming off really bad in front of an audience and on camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now his arms are unfolded. So right. let's see what he has yeah. to say. Come on, flow, exactly. Gary. You do the best job of your actual job of anyone who's ever done this. It's the people skills where it gets weird. People come to me. They're afraid of you. You get mad at somebody and weeks on end, you just ignore them. And it's probably not a healthy way. And I probably should have spoken to you about it earlier than now. It probably. <laughs> so you're oh. admitting number one. Okay. Number oh. one, you're admitting you have no bad communication with Tracy or you're afraid of her. Either way, you're trumped. And then on the, on the, on the second, second aspect, it's Benji that he's referring to. People come to me. Later, it's revealed it is Benji. He is not people. He's one person. And he's a weirdo. And this is. This is just the fuck. Oh, it's 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 excruciating. When you make one person to people, that's like Wiggy saying, "I got a couple friends. I, <laughs> I have this army of friends." I, I'm more mad that he's saying, "But I could have came to you, but I didn't. I should have." Well, then you should have, but you didn't. Right. And so who's also, the, who's, the fault, who's at fault there? Again, the roles aren't defined. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody's uncomfortable because nobody knows what their role is and who's in the higher up, who's not in the higher up. Who should I report to? Who should I not report to? What should I say? What should I not say? This is all your fault. It's funny. The, the the office pre-Marcy Turk is run on fear because that's how Howard likes it. He wants you on your toes, not knowing if your job's getting renewed. He wants you to know that this isn't your job, but you're tasked to do it. So it is part of your job, and I'm just not going to tell you. That adds to more stress and more aggravation. Hold on. And then now post-Marcy Turk, 
it's it's still fear, but now it's organized fear. Now it's there is a hierarchy. You go to this person, oh, you go to that person. Communism fear. And they've added <laughs> they've added more layers to it, saying like, don't make eye contact with him. You got a problem for Howard? Do you address it to me. Human resources gets approach. No, doesn't matter what Marcia Turk and who she fucks. She's got she's got Howard's ear. She's still going to get preferential treatment, and you're not going to get her fired because. Howard's the ultimate boss. At this point, the butt gets past her. It's Tim's job. I don't know. I call her the office manager. It's my job. It's Howard's job. And then on the wrap-up show, what I found from this day, he goes, I can't fire anybody. <laughs> You're a paper producer. <laughs> paper we're, tiger. We're, it's Dolan-esque in this office at, at yeah. the Marcy era, okay? Oh, yeah. But at this point, it's, it's very disorganized it's just Mm -hmm. very nobody knows who they're talking to or who they're supposed to talk to and when he's saying this now it's because he's grasping for tree branches here to fucking pull his ass out of whatever he's in because he knows he's wrong and it makes him look even worse so you never even brought this up to her how would she Mm -hmm. know then right was she supposed to tele- telepathically understand that? So, so somebody said this behind her back, but you never brought it up to her. That's your fault. That's right. And why? And actually, why wouldn't you direct the both of them to go to human resources and talk about it together or wh- whoever? Just literally say and, and for all, you know, of course, in the during the course of this argument, she's already gone to Benji or Benji's already gone to her and dealt with it. And this is not actually truth anymore. And maybe they're such unprofessionals. Maybe she did give them a vibe of like. What the fuck are you doing? WTF? Yeah. And they just they just didn't know how to deal with a professional person because they're so used to dealing with such unprofessionals who don't care if they yeah. don't actually complete their tasks or, oh, yeah. or represent themselves professionally. And I'm not saying that the Stoward, the Howard Stern show, because we always say we always say that we love the way it was free flowing and that could have still been that way. Yeah. But when it comes to the office stuff. Yeah, there still has to, to be a structure things about meetings or about business. You still you have to have a structure for that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying the on air stuff. It, what it Howard be, did is he took the business structure and he put it in the on the air talent. That right. was the it, problem. It had to be organized chaos. On some level, there had to be some kind of backbone. Now, one thing I got to say, I, I, I sent this to Richie, Richie Wilson the first episode. He loved it, by the way. And oh, he, he did? He did. And then I asked him for a confirmation on a couple of things. He hasn't got back to me yet. But if I if he does, and, and I'm sure he will, um, the he'll I'll, I'll give that in a future episode. But I did ask him. He did answer this. I asked, what was the turnaround period on the this particular Howard TV video? Because I know... Sometimes it might take a week and, you know, for certain episodes to air and blah, blah, blah. He said, I think it was pretty immediate, <laughs> meaning the Howard TV crew wanted this out there ASAP because they were all fucking they all know Gary's a useless piece of shit. Good. Yeah. So I find that funny. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you for I, putting the uh, the uh, rush on this one. Yeah. ASAP. Yep. I probably let it go on a little too long because I don't like conflict. Well, that's good. A manager that doesn't like conflict, that means can't deal with it when it arises, even if it has nothing to do with him, especially it's if it not has even, nothing to do with him. It's not even conflict so much as it's issues. Yes. You're dealing well, I mean, with issues. This is this is issues that come yeah. up. 
let's say problems instead of conflict, like disagreements or uh, let's misconceptions, like clearing up things. He should have all the answers. There should be in a book. There should be some kind of Bible. You know how McDonald's has the McDonald's Bible and uh, the employees got to study every aspect of it, whatever. There should be something at any workplace, some legal, like something that's been ratified and adjusted I, and amended. I even have a handbook, like when I'm working on a case or something like, for, for example, what if it uh, I work for well, I do investigations for welfare fraud and mm -hmm. sometimes like we get something that's out of my league, like where it's like, oh, uh, they're selling f food stamps and public assistance and their benefits in a prostitution way where okay. it's like then they're juxtaposing people's images on other people's bodies and then they're saying we will take food stamps for credit, yeah. like in a cash app for that. Like okay. you can give us this for that. We could trade. Once it gets past that, then I have to like give it to a different league. Like I can't work on that because that goes into a different realm. That's not your, fo like, that's not your focus. That's not yeah, your area I can't, of expertise. I can't, yeah, I can't. That goes above. Right. Because but there is a but the, the whole point is there is a level where that can go to and it gets shunted to them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you All have right. to know what to do. And that's what I'm saying. Like this has no You're not supposed to take that thing and go, fuck, what do I do? What I just I'll just oh, leave I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. I'll just bring it up on the air a few months later when somebody else brings it up to me because it was been sitting on my desk for two years right. gathering spider webs. <laughs> Let's just hope it disappears between now and then. Right. right. Like, hey, remember that prostitution food stamp case? Oh yeah, you it's know. still sitting on my desk. Oh yeah, now that you mention it, I'm gonna you know, I didn't know what to do with this. Let me just leave that sandwich in the fridge for a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's pretty much on the level of what Gary's doing. And that's someone who, okay, he's just admitted he doesn't like conflict. What it is is he doesn't like to problem solve. He doesn't actually like to do anything that requires work. I mean, the work that he wants to do is get in touch with publicists, maybe finagle some fucking connections for himself for free tickets to this or that, get concert tickets, whatever else. If it's going to self-aggrandize him, great. But if it's his concert. job, like something, the nitty gritty, because I understand it. A job is not, jobs are job, by nature of being work, they're not fun. They're not typically fun. And grunt work and paperwork, no one likes to do these things, but they're necessary. So if you got to, you have to have that things on a schedule and you have to do whatever, you have to have open communication, even with somebody you don't like, you have to be professional and do it and just suck it up buttercup no kidding yeah so i mean yeah like i'm sure tracy might not have been e the easy to work with especially in that atmosphere but who knows if the atmosphere made her more antagonistic as a personality because that's the only way she was going to get respect in that atmosphere because obviously from the, the get-go this is a boys club so she's got to be one of the guys and tell you to go fuck suck my dick for you for to get any respect exactly so it, what do you expect? You want someone to you, – so you're telling someone they're already at a dis disadvantage because they got a pussy? What do you think they're going to do if they have any kind of balls? And Tracy certainly they're, does have balls. And they're going to get the biggest fucking balls you've ever seen. So that's why right. you got what you got. Enjoy it. And the reason she got the pop she did for this episode is because she nailed you completely. Anybody that disagrees with us, again, feel free to. But I'm telling you, the reason why everybody on the staff loved this is because she went after Bowie specifically. Scott, not so much. And Grillo and, and, and whatever. Again, that's something we could cover another time 
on Patreon maybe, but the Scott one was actually fascinating because it was explained. Scott took the criticism and didn't yell on the air. And he explained afterwards, I realized that you have to just let it pass and then discuss it calmly off the air and deal with it. And he did. And that's way unlike Scott would have been 10, 15 years earlier. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's, you remember well, <laughs> hits, this, <laughs> hits of Scott. get out of here, Ganji. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip. I don't know who necessarily feels that way or who said that to you. I mean, I have, you know, I hang out with these people, the ones that I care about socially outside the office. I know their wives. I know their girlfriends. I hang out with them. I consider them friends. The ones that aren't my friends, I really don't care. But do you think it's healthy to, to stop talking to somebody for two or three weeks? At the a only time? person that I'm not talking to and haven't been talking to is Benji. But in the, there you go. So he Good. says people, she says flat out, I'm going to rather than be the pussy you are and couch around it uh, and, and not mention the person, I'm going to tell you who it is on the air. And he's right there. Because I know who it is and because I live my life in, a, in, an authentic, in an authentic way. Unlike you, Gary, who has to couch everything in vagaries and yeah. people and yeah. things. And fuck you. I don't talk to Benji, the weirdo who gives dirt on me and, may, and says things that you like to hear. Yeah. History being I'm not talking to him either. We all try to look at him. Can I join you on that? Who Look Benji? His fucking crooked smile. They, you see how he retorts that jagged ass fucking grin? Yeah, oh go fucking yeah. repel. The history of being here for four and a half years, has he been the only person you ever talked to for long periods of I'm glad time? You can all bond over hate over me. What is that? <laughs> I'm glad you can all bond over hate over me. Tracy, let me oh. ask you a question. And it's, oh. He's see, just hoping to get air. That's what well, he that's, just did. He just made some huge, uproarious thing. You guys can all just hate over me. Right. First episode, because you that's want what air. I said. Because it's wanted, about he, me. That's right. Absolutely. And the the other thing is with, with Benji, guys, uh, which I'm not even going to bother going into because, I, I again, I, I don't like Benji. He might be useful for certain situations like a, like a some kind of ratchet that doesn't fit every – you know, you don't use it for yeah. every job. But he fits uh, – you know, he's useful in some ways when we want to go after Howard. But for the most part, I hate getting involved in Benji shit. I like Benji after the Marcy era. That's mm. where I like Benji. I don't like Benji before okay. Marcy. That's that's about right. That sounds perfect to me. Like because uh, again, yeah, beforehand, nah, I had no time for him, and I hated the hearing them say, "Oh, you know, a lot of the stuff he writes, it's funny for Howard. He doesn't get credit for." I still haven't heard it yet. <laughs> oh, listen, like I said, the only thing about Benji that made me change my mind about him is when the Marcy era happened, and all of a sudden it became a propaganda. Just a, a ton of propaganda. And all of a right. sudden we were like, where are we going to get some truth in how this is actually going in the show? And the only yep. kernels of truth that came, came were from Benji. So that yes. was when I started liking Benji. That was it. <laughs> yeah. And even the wrap up show became neutered and a shadow of itself. So you wouldn't get it from there. You might get it from a caller. But again, those got stomped out as well after Marcy. So wrote this dialogue. Is the Tracy happy hours, as much radio gold as it is, is it worth continuing? Because you are in an awkward position. You're the office manager. And therefore, 
maybe Gary and is making a good point that it's impossible for you to do the show properly. I agree. And do, okay, I'm going to let this play out a little bit more. Do your job properly. I, the 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 two people that I've brought up on it were Scott and Gary. Right. And Scott, even after the next day when we talked on the wrap up show, him and I had had kind of a an awkward discussion on air about what he really thought the issue was. And I said, no, I don't think that's the issue. We went back and forth. And the next day, Scott and I totally made up. And I think now we get along better than ever. You're saying the communication led to a healthier relationship. Yes. Yeah, I would Because I think we got to the root of the problem based on what went on on the show. Okay, so she sounds extremely measured and she's very uh, conciliatory in her tone. Who's I don't know anybody who's going to listen to her and think that she's full of shit. She's inflating uh, Gary, the problems with Gary, just to make airtime, even though Tim wanted her to be as loud and sort of abrasive as possible for the purposes of the show, but doesn't detract from the content of the message. No, you're 100% right, Fillmore. You're 1,000% right. That's exactly what she's doing. And on top of that... She was asked to do this show and by Howard obviously greenlit it. Mm -hmm. So why are you saying this? Why are you saying this? You should say, you know that the listeners love it. Mm -hmm. Putting that to her is actually shutting it down, but he's trying to shut it down by her omission so then he doesn't have to be guilty for shutting down happy hour because listeners like it so interesting observation he's doing that thing where he's saying don't you think that this is going to be a problem for you tracy do you think you should continue on and that's going to put her to cancel herself versus actually howard doing this because it is a problem because eventually it's going to lead to criticism of Howard, and he right. fucking knows it. Oh, yeah. He, he's doing the whole babe in the woods things like, I don't know. This is whatever. Like, what do you think? Basically, you make the decision for me because I'm also a fucking cowardly piece of shit and can't just uh, make a, a, an executive decision. I have to have someone else do the dirty work or whatever. Just because of my job, like, I genuinely observe people constantly. So... Mm. I just know what their angle is, and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at reading people. And on top of that, I mean, well, decades of listening to the show, too, helps big time. Like, we know we know the the after. Yeah. Yeah. And then we know the result. Yes. (laughs) We probably could have gotten to the root of the problem in my office. We could have. But again, you don't listen to me. You don't make time for me. You don't. It's you would rather sit in the bullpen and talk about the fucking Mets or Bruce Springsteen than actually have a discussion with me. Tracy, do, I, feel, st- do I stop by your rushed. office? Do I stop by your office once a week? No. To, once or once, once, a week. once every two weeks to sit down once to ask you what weeks. you're up Come to. Come on. See, Come you know on. In four and a half years, Gary, we've had lunch three times. Okay, four and a half. Four and a, there you go. Did you hear it, guys? She now, forget the, for, forget the lunch. complex. Forget the lunch thing, guys. It just goes to show you that, like, like it's like, right like, on the tip of his tongue. It, well, he, it is. So she, she, at first, he goes in the first part. If you guys go back and listen, I believe he says, "I see her every once every couple weeks, uh, just to you know touch base and how you're doing." Now he's saying, "Oh, every once a week," and she's like, "What are you fucking talking about?" Which means it's probably le- it's less than once a week, less than t- twice, less than once every two weeks, probably even less than. Maybe once or twice a month tops. So he's caught in a lie. And instead of admitting he's lying, instead of doing 
the honest thing and saying yeah. that he's lying, he's going to flip it and mm-hmm. say she has an inferiority complex. Why? Because she's a fucking woman. Fuck you. Well, Fuck he, you. Double middle fingers. He's I two would. steps away. He's two steps away from saying it's that time of the month, Howard. I don't want to fucking deal with this. She's on a rag. Fuck it. You know, if I were at a home opener, I would fucking bull rush him and just <laughs> poof, take his ass right out. Oh, man. Three okay, times. Okay, and it. how many times have I had lunch with Will and Jason? I don't take people out to lunch. No, I take, you take you, them skiing, I and then you it. offer to take them to the Friars Club. But I, wait, on the skiing thing, Gary Listen, explained. We're not no, friends. No, 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 we're not friends. Hold on. You're friends hold on. You, don't, you don't even. It, there's an explanation okay. which you're unaware of. All right, Let go him ahead. talk. Well, Gary was claiming this morning the ski trip was. He says in everyone's mind the ski tri- the ski house is like a ski chalet because it's a little shack that I rent. Okay, a little more, guys. And he says, and there's one bedroom. So I brought four guys. They're all in their underwear. He says, there's no way it would be appropriate, appropriate to bring a woman there who works with us. And you know, I, I get that. I just feel like the way things go on with Gary in the office, everything is like. A secret, and then at the last minute, everyone who wasn't invited to something finds out that that these five came to a barbecue. These four were invited to this. It's all it's always the same people on the outside finding out from other people, and him being like secretive about it. Okay, so there you go. Okay, so that's exactly it. Imagine having an office Christmas party or something. mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have a gift exchange, barbecue, and then you're not gonna. Baseball, get together, you know, something. And it's going to be my team, but everybody but me. Yeah. I mean, that is fucked up. But again, we don't know who the teams are or who the tiers are. And whose fault is that? Boom. Gary. Yeah. But it's also, again, it goes, but it's top down. So it's Howard's fault as well. It's Gary's fault. It's Tim Sabian's fault as well. Because this is, there's somebody in management should be doing their fucking job. And clearly nobody's doing their job. It's unbelievable that Tim Sabian or Howard or somebody was like, we have a lot more people now in this office, in this organization, right. now that we've been on Sirius for so long. We need some sort of structure here. Yeah. But apparently it just went on. Let's hire people, but not tell them mm-hmm. what their structure is, not not tell them what the pay structure is, not tell them when they're getting raises, not tell Keep them in the dark, what, not tell them when they can get promoted, not well, tell them look, when there is a promotional option. Well, look, I, at the end of this episode, we're going to go into it. And guys, you're going to you're going to be fucking infuriated more at, at Howard than anybody during this whole thing. That's the funny part, because it bleeds into because this is 2010, April, somewhere around that 2010. And he's got to resign. He's not telling anybody. And they go into a discussion about it. And by the end, you're going, you fucking piece of shit to dangle that in front of these people at a time when this, the United States at this point, job searching is is fucking brutal. And as as Sam explained in a previous episode, and um, you want to have them fear based and Sussy, who does leave this, is by the way, the same day or this is the day after Sussy was in and berated for 40 minutes. So that's on everybody's mind as well. And I'm certain Howard TV got that one turned around in record time as well to make Howard look as stupid as he does look and as, as much of an asshole. That actually is a really important part to the exposition of all of this. Oh, yes. Because Sussy... Sussy doing that really freed the gates for the employees to realize, especially in the time period they were dealing with in 2008, 2010, with 
such an economic downturn of our economy in the United States and the housing market, everything. It was horrible what people lost during that and how the bankers made out and how all the big corporations made out and got bailouts. But the people who had the mortgages who were sold those bill of fucking goods did not. Mm -hmm. It was obscene. So Mm -hmm. this is a great, this is a really, Sussie's whole episode is a great exposition to this sort of, you know, the, 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 the atmosphere. Yeah. Like a soundtrack to like, this really explains it's almost documentary. If you think about it in a way, the it, exposition. It, it, it truly is because you're watching middle-class people in New York city saying, I'm fighting for my goddamn life here. And you're mm-hmm. fucking with me. Yeah. You're fucking with me right now. Right, Are you right, fucking they, kidding me? Yeah. I don't like, know who makes an announcement. Feels, see, I, do, but it, it feels like people are almost told not way, to talk about it. No, it feels that way to you. Doesn't, because you have this. Wrong, co- you have I've a com- had the discussion with the other guys. You have a complex. You think you're the wrong. world is out to get you. You're wrong. If you if you invite so if you invited four people to your house, would you come to me and tell me? If, if I'm not I one of them, I would make it seem like it's a secret. I don't make it seem like it's a secret either. People tend to treat it. She's saying that it's a secret, and it is a secret because she doesn't find out until later. And again, he's putting this proposition and he's putting this label on her constantly. You have an inferiority complex. You are this. This is what the media does all the time. And Gary is taking such a page for it. When you don't want to answer the truth or the question, you just label them something. And then if you label them that slur or that delineation of whatever you think they are, then you don't have to answer to them. You don't have to actually answer to their specific claims. If you say they're this, they're that, they're this, it's, it's disgusting. It's despicable. Well, it's it's disingenuous to say the least. And I think the the key thing here is if if Gary had confidence in himself and and confidence in the communication and the like the friendship and work communication levels were strong, he could everybody could know about something like this going on and not get upset about it. He wants he's clearly been propagating it for for years and he's going like there is nothing wrong with inviting only the people you like and they happen to be work friends with work work. Uh, co-workers and friends outside of work. There's nothing wrong with that. People do it all the time. They hang out with co-workers sometimes. Sometimes they don't. They're just friendly at work and that's where it ends. Um, but then to keep people in the dark about it and then they find out about it implies that you want them kept in the dark. Implies that you don't want them to know about it because you know they're going to feel bad. And if they feel bad, you're going to hear about it and you don't want that to happen. That means it's meant to be a secret. You don't have the confidence and you know that they're going to be angry. So like let, rather than actually keep it in the open, I'll keep it secret and hope for the best. That's not the that's not the way a successful office can run. No, not th- this not this particular get- kind of office. No. And by the way, this is just giving me fuel for my union meeting on the 16th. I can't wait. <laughs> you can use it as a uh, how not to. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait. I'm just loading up on anger. Let's go. Okay. If they treat it that way, that's not me. I don't tell people don't say anything to Tracy. You're saying that's that in it's your my head. complex, but I've had the conversation with the other people who tell me they feel the same way. Well, they might, but I'm not telling anybody then not to say Don't tell me that. that it's me. Don't tell me that I'm it's the one you, with the Tracy. fucking complex. It's when you. I'm telling you, other people are saying the same thing. It's you. It's okay. Then it's then apparently I'm having the fucking complex. So again, 
Gary is putting everything on Tracy. It's Tracy's fault, not anyone else's. Fuck you, Bowie. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to need to take a Xanax or something. <laughs> conversation with myself. Is I think it? you have a lot of conversations yeah, with okay. yourself. No, I do. I think you have a lot of conversations with yourself where you feel everybody. Oh, he, agrees she does, with Gary. She does. She has a lot of conversations with herself. That's what you think. That's what you think. Instead of thinking about what the fuck you do. The, instead of instead of actually hearing what she's saying, you're gonna you're gonna think about what she does. Which this is her fault, right? We're all crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Respect, and if you don't, you're either with Tracy or against Tracy. There's no in between. And if you don't fully support Tracy, then you're her enemy. Listen, there are a lot of people here I know damn well full, don't fully support me. Don't kid yourself about that. That's See, I'm thinking, probably not. I love I love the radio. Of uh, you did a great job last night, but I, I you know. Maybe for work, it's not so good. Well, you know what? I think well, she should continue Well, then don't fucking give her a show. Then don't fucking give her a show. This is, this, is, this is just absolutely crazy to me. Instead of you asked her to do this, you put her on the happy hour. You said, go do this. She named her own show. She's doing exactly what you fucking told her to do. And you are now saying, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Well, because he's he's the puppet master. He lo- he's he's loving it that Howard Gary's upset. He's loving it that Gary's going after her and to t- you know basically assay a um, assailing her character. She's not. I love the fact that she's not just taking it up the ass. She's a hero. She's my spirit animal. Go Tracy. The show because she's she's already fucked over the, the she's already fucked over a boss. She, anybody else she screws over won't be as <laughs> big, won't be as bad, it, but it won't be as bad as this. So I say continue to do the show. Well, listen. Well, we could. F- so you so now you're claiming you're her boss. Now you're claiming you're her boss. So what is it like? So now now you, before it's it's a little ambiguous. I don't know. Like a, she's not responsible for. I'm not, not responsible really sure. for her. Not really sure. But now you're her boss. So which is it, fuckhead? She yeah, should know. She should know from the fucking onset. I, her, I report to Gary. Gary's the guy who tells me what's what. When he doesn't tell me anything and I have to make up the fucking rules myself, how is that supposed to make for a better workforce? Just let him dance. Not work. Not workforce. Sorry, work environment rather. Work. Uh, Jesus Christ! I'm getting now. Now I'm now I want to strangle that fucking idiot. <laughs> I have that effect on people. Let's go <laughs> find other things to talk about. I mean, to be honest with you, I did the first show and I was flat out told by Tim, "Okay, you need to be angrier. You need to be edgier. You need to do this. This is what we want. This right. is it's why we want you to do the show." Of course. But then if I'm going to get fucked the next day, it's not worth it. That's I don't what need I'm that sa- shit. I'm, I'm saying right. that's the problem. Well, you my- make me seek out reasons why, and then when I when I do exactly what you <laughs> ask, I'm the fucking asshole. Oh, for- Boom. Thank you. Fuck. Fuck. That is exactly what the hell happened. And then you're going to sit here and you're going to patronize her and tell her that she has an inferiority complex and needs respect from everyone. And nobody can possibly give her enough respect, even though she's just doing the exact fucking job you told her to do. Fuck you. I don't think you're an asshole. I here, thought it was pretty good. Here's the thing. Nobody's making you do anything. If the show is so uncomfortable for you, say, you know what, Tim? I don't feel comfortable fucking yelling. Well, then now I will. <laughs> but you should not. <laughs> <have> to- <laughs> what? <laughs> Gary. Oh, yeah. You know what? 
you don't feel comfortable telling the truth, then you should just go to Tim and say, Tim, I don't feel comfortable telling the truth to Gary. I'm going to tuck my pussy behind my butt and just not say anything about it. What? I mean, he is such a fucking pussy. I can't take it. You hand a loaded gun to someone who's not afraid to shoot it in the office, and then you complain about the bullet holes after the fact. <laughs> I, I, it's just in, it's insane. Yeah. You did. You gave somebody a loaded gun. Yeah. And you said it's target practice. Yeah. Let's go. Right, but all of a sudden, because you became one of the targets, you're upset about it. That was it. That's the genesis. That's the that's the the alpha and the omega here, and. Ultimately, yes, I know, guys, it's all fodder for the air. Some of it might be, you know, hyper access. Uh, I don't you think know, so in this case. No, God, no. This bled over into reality. And that's why it made for such such great fucking radio or TV, as the case may be. I wanted it to be fun. But if this is going to be the fallout, you, I, of I, it, I had it's fun. not fun. I what, liked it. what part of last night show did you think would be fun for me? Gary, if I thought you were mature enough like Scott to actually have the discussion with me after and we could work it out, that would be fine. But you chose to come in here and we're going to discuss Did it you, and it's going to be Tracy, what it is. And you're going to tell me I have issues and that's going to be it. You he, she nailed it. Yes, she that's absolutely exactly right. It. Yeah, that's a thousand percent right. You decided to instead of. Hearing what I was saying, even you did hear it. You heard exactly what I said on the radio. And mm -hmm. instead of addressing the issues that I'm bringing up, you're instead inventing issues that I have. Yeah. And then instead of personally inviting me to your office to discuss the things that I said, even mm -hmm. though they've been going on for months, you decided to bring it up on the fucking air. Mm -hmm. And so now if you want to have it out this way, Gary, let's have it out. You can look like a Goddamn Forrest Gump on the air. I don't care. The only time someone on the on the air I can think of that absolutely handled it perfectly was right after the, it was the bro fight, the beginning of the bro fight where Artie was just silent for most of it and let them go blah, 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 blah. blah. And then finally, just when he gets in, it's a fucking right shot to the kidneys and they can't recover. And because they're, they're 79, 78, 77, the three of these fucking <laughs> three of these IQs don't add up enough to fill your fucking gas tank. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you've got. You've got um, an office, a little caller, which he, they said she is an office manager who's above standing intelligence, uh, about, about standing intelligence, and she's got a, a mouth and she's willing to use it and she's not afraid and she's got balls. Tracy, we're on Team Tracy. Sorry. Listen, there are so many times where I can ha 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 through episodes, which I oh, do. Oh, sure. Sure. This is not one of them for me. For me, this is like my core is clenched. I am ripped, ready to go team tracy yep ask me on the air and howard plays the clips the next day Should did I have anything not i say was anything i said not true um <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is the, uh, uh, the is this the thumbnail uh throw a shrimp in that fucking pie hole <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the thumbnail. You nailed it. How do you do that? Every time. The Robin ones, this one. You're just like a maverick by chance. I it's just I don't know if my magic fame, my magic so mouse perfect. finger. It's so perfect. It's I all these it. years. It's all these years of playing Sporkle.
I didn't. I explained why he doesn't Warner play Brothers Sparkle. Oh yeah, I, he doesn't play Sparkle. Okay. I, I explained why I didn't he bring it to the Sea House. Yeah. I'm sure he I doesn't even know what it is. Uh, why I canceled the Friars Club? I did not feel I was demeaning you when I asked you to empty the refrigerator. But if you feel that way, I apologize. Okay, if you feel that way. If you feel that way, that's not an apology. Guys, you got to learn people, you got to learn these things. Qualifying your apology is not an apology. I'm sorry you say I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked you to do it. That's an apology. It's making you feel insane. Yeah. When you apologize like that, it's really for every man or woman, if you apologize like that, you're a psycho. Well, you're, you're <laughs> at just, the very you're least just, at the very least, you're a bargain basement garage sale asshole. And that that's you're just you're just you're going to be divorced. So have fun. <laughs> yeah. But I needed it to get oh, emptied because it was gross. Discussion. His rap on the refrigerator was that you're the office manager and all the whole office was using his refrigerator and he couldn't he didn't want to throw out everyone's food. No. Was, so he felt that you should don't say no, because no is what I think. You know, you, you don't you, know. There what is I a think. reason why we bought another refrigerator. You didn't want anyone using your refrigerator. Right. OK, <laughs> here we go, guys. Yes. Go, but before we do. Woo, OK, do go ahead. All right. Ready? No, let's go. I can't okay. wait. All right. So how am I supposed to fucking know whose shit is in there? You said you, and it wasn't about cleaning it out because it was gross. They were coming to work on the air conditioning system here. OK, it, they were turning off the power and you thought things were going to go bad. And you said, I don't really know what in here is mine and what's mine. And we need to get I, this out of here because they're turning it off. And I said, OK, Gary. And I picked up a garbage can. I said, Gary, is this yours? You said no. So I threw it in the garbage, picked angry. up the next thing. Very now, listen to that fucking cocksucker try to explain it away, saying it's her problem right now. She's being angry. It's her fault. Instead of addressing the fact that he did what he did and not denying it, by the way. I'm just going to listen to the golden, wonderful <laughs> magic that's coming out of Tracy's mouth. I'm going to respect <laughs> her, her dulcet tones. The Millman <laughs> fucking hammer. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Is this your, because you couldn't do this? You Very needed to angry. call me in to stop what I'm fucking doing to clean out your refrigerator? I, see, how do you respond to that? This is how, when somebody talks it's, to you. Like, uh, I'll tell you how to respond to that, and I'll tell you. You say, how am I supposed to respond to that? You're supposed to say, you know what? It was super disrespectful. Mm -hmm. It's not because you feel that way. It's because I feel in hindsight that was a very demeaning task for me to give you, especially since I haven't laid out the organization of this yeah. office. He didn't deserve as the woman, an office manager of this office, even though you bought a second refrigerator and didn't and didn't get the task to tell other people to use it. Yeah. OK, you, now you he, deserve more respect. OK, here's the thing. She nailed him perfectly. She said, if you were mature enough to have this conversation, he's not mature. He's quite the opposite. And he's made this about being insulted instead of addressing them point by point. Do you want to know psychologically what this is? This is because Mary is the boss ass oh, yeah. bitch of that house. And <laughs> she, she tells him who's getting what him around. <laughs> so Gary turns this around for all his psychological abuse of being such a fucking pussy boy in his own house Big and time. having and Mary and doesn't. So he cheats on her. He does whatever the fuck he does in his spare okay, time. We, we don't know that, but. Howard has said that on the air, but and we're pretty sure he does. We're, we 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 don't know, but that's been said. And okay, again, I'm pretty when, sure when it, he does. When it was said, 
he also had an equally shitty answer, which was, you don't know that. <laughs> no, and didn't we also get from, he's had, he goes on vacations and he's been seen with. Oh, yes. John Stuttering John said it on his show that he went out to the West Coast and he saw Ross Zapin and, uh, and, Gary, and Gary with a couple, of, couple, of, couple of chicks. And they're like, he's like, oh, what are you doing? You know, what's going on? And they were, he was told to keep it hush hush. And the only reason right. to do that is to because you're fucking about. So, um, so anyway, I'm going to yeah. say that's what I think. So okay. he goes from this household. Okay, he feels like the king in this office, and yeah. so now he instead of taking out what he really wants to say in his own personal life, whether it has to do with Howard or it has to do with Mary, he's mm-hmm. going to put it on fucking Tracy. Like a well, moron, the person who's least deserving of this. Well, don't we always say shit rolls downhill? And if he's going to get shit on by the boss, he's got to give it to someone else. Otherwise, he'll snap. Because he can't give it to his wife and he can't give no. it to Howard. No, uh, but, uh, you know, and so Tracy's going to have to. And the, the, the problem comes when you have an underling, quote marks, uh, that will not take your bullshit and call you on it and is not afraid to lose her job as a result of it and isn't afraid of you because you've established through all the other quote unquote underlings that they can do anything. They can make fun of you and your teeth and never get fired. So she's safe. And she's also not afraid to say that you guys wanted me to do the show. If you think it's a bad idea, I will stop doing it. This has nothing to do this show that she said this stuff and yeah. they prompted her to say this, by the way, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. it off of her chest, right. according to them, just like five seconds ago with Tim Sabian pushing it. You guys push this. So she doesn't care if it goes away or if it doesn't. Her mm-hmm. job, she has integrity. Hello. Do you guys know that word? Integrity? None of you have it besides no. her right now in no. this room between Robin, Fred, Howard, Gary, zero. They're all pussies. She's the only lion in the room. Yep. Reading and it's demeaning, Gary. And if you don't see it that way, that's your issue. And this is an example of why I think you're an elitist. Why you think that's okay? I don't even sit in the bullpen. Why didn't you ask Jason to go in and do see, it? See, I'm already tuned out. And I don't mean like sure I don't you care are, what you say. Because you normally are when I talk I don't to you mean, about anything. I don't mean I don't care what you say. I mean there's no talking to you at this point. There's no talking to you. You're... you're Oh, you fucking cowardly fucking pussy. Yeah. You don't like the way it sounds. That would be like Fillmore right now saying, Samantha, you're getting a little too vocal about your opinions. I'm tuning you out. You're getting uppity. I love that word. (laughs) I'm not an uppity Karen. <laughs> that might be the greatest. I don't use that because I keep hearing it all the time. Oh, Care I... the term Karen, but it might be just about the most perfect name for that whatever that designation that people That's have started not using. Tracy. No, no. That there's a reason why it's not Tracy. It could be Jenny, but it's not it's it's became Karen. It ain't it ain't uh Tracy. I'll tell you who's a Karen. It would be like a Marcy. A Marcy is a Karen. Yeah. I'd say so. You're on. Now, the other, you, you, the other you accusation was. Put your foot on was, the fucking gas and throw a brick on okay. it. And you're not going to hear another word. Okay. All right. But the other accusation was there was one other one that I thought was um, um, oh, the one that I, I felt I could help you with. Um, that Gary doesn't like sometimes he'll send Will or Jason down to your office to tell you something. But I have to admit, I I get Gary in here sometimes and I say to him, Gary says, I can cancel the meeting if I can get through 50 things. 
So he starts, and I start giving him a whole bunch of stuff to do. He says, make sure you tell Tracy right away. He turns to Will or Jason. He says, okay, now, again, this is, this, this is, this is where the shit really comes, rolls downhill. Howard makes himself so inaccessible that Gary has no fucking FaceTime with him, and he probably won't respond to his calls or emails and give him a yes or no. That's because that's how Howard likes it, because he doesn't want to say yes or no. He just wants pe- things to happen magically. He just wants and- you to read his mind. Right. And he also wants you to take the fall in case there is a decision made. It's not his. You decided I made you the manager. You're going to take the shit if this fucks up. So it's not on me. And then she has even less time with Gary as a result because he's but I mean, she has he has loads of time for Tracy. Uh, sorry, tra- uh, Gary has loads of time for Tracy. Doesn't want to talk to her because he's afraid of her. <laughs> he has zero time with Howard because Howard doesn't want him to. It's it's a it's a straw man argument again with the time though because yeah. Gary gets there at a certain time in the morning. Howard's yeah. not even there. Gary leaves at a certain time after the show's over. It's he's not there. There is multiple times a day, especially when the show is going, that you can send an email, intercom, intercom. By the way, intercom. You yeah. can press a fucking button and say, "Hey, yep. Tracy." Yeah. Well, the other thing is, let's say Tracy comes in later. Let's say for the argument, they're not even in the same shift. You get a bunch of emails, you get a bunch of notes, whatever. You leave them for her and she can read them when she gets there and follow the directives. Uh, there's, that's probably not even happening. No, none of it. And so yeah. that that's her argument. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you tell Tracy to cancel the meeting because he knows like Doug Hurwood comes over here and the whole bunch of guys come down. Sure, Absolutely. So he says, go tell Tracy. You know, I can't do this right now. I need to meet with Howard. I've got three seconds during a commercial. So yeah, he that, goes, but that should already be that should already be in place, though. That protocol yeah, when that, that protocol, happens. That's the word. Absolutely. So, so, so the person who should know that Tracy should know if in case something like that happens, I should be expecting an email from Jason. Except for that doesn't happen in this office. So. He uses them as conduits to you. Absolutely. But and I understand that. Oh, you do? Right. But I, I feel like the- it's, I think that was just one example, the meeting of things that that happens with. And I think a lot of the times it, it's like, I don't know who thinks what, but it's like, as back to the meeting, it'll be canceled. And I'll say, hey, is the meeting canceled? He'll say, I don't know yet. I, you know, I'm going to talk to Howard, see what I can get through. Right. Fine. Absolutely. But then like a half an hour later, I'll come out. Is the meeting canceled? And Jason will say, yeah, Gary didn't tell you. And Gary say, yeah, Jason should have told you. Okay, hold on for a sec. And he, um, there's a wrap-up show bit where he says Jason claims that never happened. But that's Jason covering his ass. I believe Tracy. There's no way she's going to make up a lie. Like one lie, just one lie. Well, she's very – when people make up a lie, you can tell how they're padding it. This is just coming right off the tongue. She's it's very matter not of fact. lying. Yeah. Well, somebody yeah. tell me. I mean, but that's not. Really, but, but okay, but, but but that's not your complaint. Your complaint is that I send underlings to talk to you, and that's insulting and demeaning. That's the complaint. No, it's that you can't address. Oh, no, me that's yourself. exactly what you it's said. That you won't address me yourself. That's, right. what, that's what I just said. But sometimes but it's not about the underling. I don't give a shit who does it. It's about the fact that you don't do it. But right. that would be sending someone else. That's exactly what bothers but you. But I don't call them underlings or whatever. Well, that's that's I, how I you feel. I just feel because like obvious- you don't address me directly on things. Okay, now this is where I have to give her a little stick because originally she said it was the fact that information was not getting to her. And I'm sure that's what she means. Like at this point, she's getting flustered and uh, forgetting to add that point, even though she's already made the point. Well, Gary is 
Gary is doing the thing where he can see a point that he can stick to yeah. that will make her seem like a liar or unstable or, or something. Un- yeah, unstable, angry. Yeah, unreliable. And it's not just the meeting. It's if this is broken, if that's broken, if something's not working. I mean, for you to be for you to be upset, intercom button. For you to be upset because the bathroom's flooded, you are the office manager. I'm not upset about that. Who else would I tell? I'm not upset about that. You you only call me when the fucking bathroom's broken. Yeah. She's saying and that's just not true. But you don't call me for anything else. That's just not true, Tracy. You know that's not true. No, that's the you way can, I feel, Gary. I know I'm because you to my, are. My feelings you are the victim. To yours. You're the victim of this conspiracy. You are not a victim of a conspiracy. You hear me, Tracy? You are not a victim of a conspiracy. The conspiracy is the illogical disorganization of this office that you have. Yes, said yes to, to be hired in, mm-hmm. knowing the circumstances. And yeah. unfortunately, it's storming against you in a whirlwind of bullshit right now being spun in your fucking face. And I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think she was a fan before she got hired or a, like moderate fan, possibly? Possibly a moderate fan, just because I, I, I hear the way she talks. Yeah. And she's very like, so most New Jersey people, you know, they're fans I, of the I, Howard Stern show. Well, New I'm not, Jersey, I'm not, I, I Jersey. Can't I can't tell she, she's she, she She's got to be from a Staten Island, Jersey, New York borough, like New York oh, City borough. She has to be from somewhere like somewhere that in New York to have State, that accident. For sure. Right. Not my area. She's not no. in Western New York, but she's definitely somewhere from New York in that <laughs> realm. I find that fascinating that you guys can sort the suss that out, you know, like the way Brits can tell if someone's from West London or if they can tell they're from they're from, you know, corn, they're from Cornwall or somewhere. You know what I mean? She I don't say Jersey because she's it's not that hard. It has to be. Hmm. It's not Philly. It's not Philly, right? No. She's got a New York accent, but I can't tell from which borough exactly. Anyway, if we get to interview her, I'd love to find out her her what she knew about the show beforehand, other than you know what most people would think of the show and if she was a fan, because that would paint the argument. That would paint this whole in a whole different light, because you really go got to go in forearmed to deal with this bullshit and know that who's the idiot and you know Bowie's one of the top idiots in the organization. Actually, I gotta listen to a Philly accent. I've listened to them sometimes at football games. Yeah. Um, and after interviews, but I can't really tell if that's that. I don't think so. But keep going. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I gotta tell you. It's a, it's All right, here's my evaluation. Okay. Number one, the show is a home run. Uh, do it that's, more. Well, listen, that's up to Tracy if she wants to do the show. She, well, she clearly has the anger to do it. <laughs> it's not anger, you fucking idiot. It's literally these are my beefs. This is how I'm expressing them. It's not it's anger. Ang- it's it's exactly how she was prompted to speak. By the yeah. way, by Tim Savian, and it's That's anger right. now because of how you're addressing her. Yes, absolutely. Well, she okay, she also is doing a performance. In fact, I have a strange feeling that there's a part two of me that's ready to go. Is there because then <laughs> no, I, have to, I think I'm done with Gary. Then I have to get back on the air. <laughs> don't be afraid. I don't think you are anyway. If I was, I wouldn't have done it the first time. What up? I love I, I love how he, he can't make eye contact with her one bit. <laughs> Don't be afraid, but I'm so afraid to even fucking look at you when I'm yeah. saying this shit as I fold my fucking arms. Right. Like well, like anyway. with a with a with a with a Sopranos tracksuit, like your fucking Polly Walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it, Dean. I've never been to Italy. <laughs>
<laughs> Tracy's like totally Tony Soprano dressing him down. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, everyone loves the show. But, right. you know. Except me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you don't. You shouldn't do it. And my Ajita. Roll I just the... quit smoking. I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I just want to go smoke a pack of Marlboro Red. Oh, forget it. Oh, you know, when I quit Marble smoking, lights. I uh, had just broken my ankle. And that was my poison of choice. If I couldn't get Camel Lights, it would be uh, Mar Marlboro Lights, actually. Oh, my God. When I was a teenager, Marlboro Lights were my... Oof. There's nothing worse than sitting around the house not smoking when you break your ankle. <laughs> there's a war going on, but there's nothing. I know this is. I know it's not the same time, guys. But that's the worst <laughs> thing when you break your leg and you can't smoke. Who says you can't smoke? <laughs> <laughs> you can smoke if you're on dialysis. If you're in the hospital getting chemo, you can smoke somewhere. Fuck. So, yeah, uh, airport. We'll, yeah. But I don't know. Listen, you two will patch it up. I know that. Well, you know, you guys... I, I just want to say something. Like Tracy said, I've only taken her to lunch three times since we've been here. I think I've only taken Will to lunch once and Jason probably never. Yeah. <laughs> what a great boss. <laughs> That sounds so nice. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I don't take anyone alone. Like, I, I have uh, Laura and I have been working together for a <laughs> This is great. Listen to this. Million years. I never, we very rarely even sit down and talk. I think um, that what. His personal assistant. <laughs> I don't talk to people. I don't take them anywhere. You want to yeah. work for me? Exactly. Oh, Howard Stern show. Yeah. Uh, Tracy no is saying is that she sees a difference. You you have a relationship more a with the other guys with the other people, and you treat her just like an employee. I think what Tracy's saying, Thank which you, is unbelievable, she actually wants to hang out with you. And I'll tell you the truth, I'm shocked. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, you know, wow, she... <laughs> Mr. Folded Arms, wannabe Christopher. Hey, Tracy, come over to my house. We'll listen to some Steely Dan on vinyl. Like this you. was another thing that I brought up. It's you know, I made the comment. You want to about... hang out with Fafa Fui? I when I talked about how he tells the stories and ba ba ba, and it's yeah, he he can be a little repetitive. There's a couple of stories I've heard a, a couple little, of times. but he really is very interesting and he's done some cool things. He's been yeah. to some cool places, hung out with cool people. I do enjoy Listening. his company. Yes, but if it's you know a struggle to get it, it's just not worth the struggle. All right. She wants more of you. Yeah. She's. Boy, <laughs> I wish I got a picture of that. He's eyes downtrodden completely, completely just downcast. He's an emasculated piece of crap right now. I love it. <laughs> I, want, I want to go through one day that uh, clip of him telling about how he doesn't get the chicken parts he likes. And uh, the the kids get served first. And then Howard started doing this Fred Flintstone shit like, my dad <laughs> always got served first. <laughs> yeah. Just keep the dressing down going. I'm yeah. enjoying this. Saying that she'd like some of your attention. You know, and it's also very strange for me because, you know, before I worked here, when I worked for Harvey, Harvey and I were very close. Harvey is, right. is family to me. Yeah. And to not have a relationship with anyone that I consider in that type of role, it sucks. It sucks. And I feel sometimes like I have no one to go to when I need something for work. Yeah, like, it just it. doesn't matter. That's brutal. Like, that's not being able to have uh, uh, someone above you to... Uh, tell about stuff that's going on because A, you don't think it's going to get dealt with or B, there's no access whatsoever. It's got to be beyond stressful. Oh, well, I love my director and I have a great relationship with him. Sure. But 
you know, I do that on purpose. And people who really aren't good communicators who have said like, or talked shit, I I always give a good word for Mm. them. And I always say, hey, so-and-so is really doing, and I send an email sometimes, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, so-and-so did a really good job with this, or so-and-so did a really good job with that. So that way, I know it'll prompt him to go say something to make them feel good, because I know he's not like a nicey-nicey person. Mm -hmm. So you have to sometimes... You know, I, I get where she's coming from. Yeah, you got to fin- you got to finesse the workers a little bit. Matter to you the way it does to me, the, well, the things that I have to deal with. I don't. Uh, I'm unavailable to everyone, so <laughs> I understand Gary's. Uh, I, I really don't want to meet with anyone. The less meetings I have, the better. You see me? You come down the hall, and I run um, in my office not to bother you. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> More proof he doesn't mix with the hoi polloi. Oh, oh my God, he's like Ellen DeGeneres. Absolutely. I, I thought you were happy. I thought like everyone else, you don't even want to see me. No. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, so listen, so what's going to be the outcome here? Uh, Tracy, you think you should continue doing the show even though it's a hit? Maybe you should uh, think about walking away from it. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be on you. Exactly. It's be on you, Tracy. You're the new Oprah. You... Oh, great. Look at me. Oh, I always wanted to be Oprah. I'll take her money, but I don't want her fucking job. You're Oprah without the money. Exactly. Um, what do you think? Not any fun there. The show um, is a hit, yeah. but... I got to say, this is where... This is where, for me, Tracy and I are going to part ways. For me, if I was in this position... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't agonize a thought about it. I would have been like, why are you asking me if I want to keep a job that you gave me, that yeah. you said I'd be good at, that you said I'm good at, that you think is entertaining? Which I doubt so, you got paid for, by the way. I'm sorry. What did you say? Do I want to keep this? That's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, That's exactly. That's in your wheelhouse. And I do want to keep this fucking job because I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. This is very hard to you do. You know, if we could find know. something outside the compound to piss me <laughs> off, maybe, but I'm done back here. Right, well, you work a lot of hours, so I'm sure you're, you're pissed off mostly about work. Uh, Gary, um, you uh, took a hit last night. Are you and Tracy going to be able to get past this? Uh, at some point, we'll figure it out. I mean, it always sort of does, but today, it's a very it's a very open wound for me, and I think I'm entitled to that. <laughs> That's All right. right. Well, now it's one for me, too. What, so. about, what about Lisa G.? She, she I think neither of us really meant to come. Yeah, I don't. It's whatever. Doing a Let's show, it, sometimes you feel the pressure to keep the show going. Right. Now you know my problem. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. And I, I apologize for the quick edits, guys. I just didn't add many much of a transition. Sorry about that. <laughs> I say a lot of shit. I get off the air. I get blamed for a lot yeah. of stuff, and I go, I don't even know I said it. Yeah, that's that's another fucking NPD bullshit. It Doesn't goes so matter. fast, you don't even. Yeah, you don't know. Like I literally, I was up all night. Like, did I say that or did I think that? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know, Tracy. It's tough this radio business. Yeah. It's lonely. It's, lonely. it's lonely. I want to be Fred. Fred's got it easy. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's another like it's a sidewise swipe at Fred who does nothing. And now it really is fucking easy. God, he's on Easy Street. And it's also a it's also a notification of you want to be. The man who has a wall built around him on purpose. Yeah, under the table, completely. You want to be built in a fucking dugout. Yeah. For the bombs. Big time. Yeah. Sound effects. I'll do it. That's it. I'll do it. Well, I think. 
it, in time, it'll right. it'll fix it'll itself. work itself out. You like he said, better. will it be today? No. No. Maybe do I want to call at the end of the day today? A lot him? of it will have yeah. to do have with, it fixed by tomorrow. And a lot of it will have to do if you resign. Right. Right. Yeah. Now we get into it, guys, and I really want you to pay attention to this because it gets infuriating. Yeah. So I'm gonna shut up and pay attention. <laughs> right. Exactly. No sense fixing this. If, if the end of the year is the end of it, why should we? You fix know, it? let me talk about that for a second. <laughs> First care. of all, we're talking oh, about. You know, goodness. I was counting. Everyone, uh, May. Now watch my math. You ready? Mm. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, we're all counting. That's we know. eight months. Yeah. You think not that's a seven lot? months. You think that's a lot of time? It's a, a year. Bit? It's not a year. It's not a year. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fillmore, is it year twelve year. months? Uh, no, not in the uh, not in the uh, feline calendar. Oh, not in the pelican I, calendar. I, I must be missing a few cats in photoshops. Sorry, yeah, big big time. Year is twelve months. You're saying eight months is not a year. It's it's not how year. many months in a year then? Twelve, three quarters of a year. <laughs> oh, what am I, Lupe? I didn't Come know on. that. No, but it's three. You're <laughs> It's amazing. They even no, even that is less. It's just so wrong. It's so yeah. bad math. It's a year. Eight months sounds like an inordinate amount of time. It does. If it you sounds know like it. a lifetime. We could all be dead in eight oh, months. It, it's a long time if you know. Yeah, maybe something will hit this building and I won't make it yeah. out. Robin still can't walk down those steps. Like I've already had a couple of people ask, to, um, I, they need some time with me privately. And I know where that's going. Who asked for I'm not going to say. Oh, Tell them come in. Oh, Okay. Yep. So this isn't just a Tracy problem. This yep. is a office problem. All the way around. And Robin, yep. <laughs> still not walking down steps. Has anybody seen her lately? To <laughs> all their questions. But I know where that's Listen, going, and I understand I don't why. even know what I'm doing. Right. Because Beth said to me last night, when I go do all these interviews. <laughs> Did you love that? What if some of the interviewers ask me what you're going to do in eight months? I should tell him that. How am I supposed to live with this question? <laughs> I, I'm just going to turn this into a whole propaganda wheel of celebrity jerk off and no calls and uh, back office callers. I'm going to pretend are callers and um, I'm going to just complain about my life in a mansion. Unbelievable. Truth. How the hell do I know? I don't have any offers on the table. Crazy the big question I'm getting, I think, is. At what Except point, for two. At what point is it fair to start looking for another job? In other words, if it were October. Right now is the time no, no. to start if looking. It were, if it were September. I don't know how to answer that. I don't want to well, lose Would you anybody. be mad at somebody? What? I don't, how do did you know hear? how to answer that? How he goes, do I don't want to lose. Answer that? He just said, I don't want to lose anybody. You don't want to lose anybody. Tell them when you're fucking resigning, shithead, in, well in advance. This is That's why this is, this is Sussy's. Oh, this was Sussy before this happened. Actually, oh no. My God, he left, you he guys left are crashing later. towards the iceberg in the Titanic, but yeah. yet the captain is Howard, who knows that the iceberg is there, and he's not telling you. <laughs> he's getting a Hummer. <laughs> a Hummer from Ralph. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, don't don't shout shout out the alarm. Nothing's gonna happen. It's fine. They went and took another job in no. September because, of course, not. He goes, would you get upset if someone took another job? Then Sussy went in there the same day and or the day before and got 40 minutes of why the fuck are you leaving? These are these sort of confrontations are air raid drills yeah. for the nuclear holocaust of their careers. Yeah, there's really evil people. 
I, I have a tremendous responsibility here. There's a lot of people who depend on me to keep working. And I don't know what I'm doing. So how do I answer the question? Who cares? <laughs> I think there's a lot right, of people. Tracy? Right. A lot of or people. Am I a douchebag? What you know? Yes, I, you am are. Am I a douchebag, Tracy? No. Oh, mind a fucking asshole? No. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> thank God. It's, it's not a piece like, of shit. Am I a piece of shit? All right, not so much. No. A, no. Am I a little piece? <laughs> of fuck, am I a fucking piece of shit? I don't know. What- now, Tracy, I, I love this. I don't know what I'm doing. Fucking cock smoking asshole. And Tracy, actually, I know she has to couch it in such a way she's not going to get in shit, but she's very astute here when she does let him know, like, dude, you don't fucking tell people in advance you're going to lose people and you did lose people and you're going to continue to lose people. So, I mean, this is 2010. Think about 2020 and everything. So what to do? I, it's not up to me. I feel like you can't base your life on everybody else. Right. But I, I, do. I feel like, you know, it's kind of weird. I, you know, you're in this catch 22 that you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Right. And you've done your time and you should be able to do whatever the hell you want to do. But maybe I should announce now I'm leaving. But, but I it, don't know. But it, exactly. But at the same time, the people that work here, but especially in today's economy, will essentially in today's economy, essentially in today's economy, you should be telling people who are you not even paying well or what they're worth that you are done. Mm-hmm. We found out in December, like seven hundred thousand people stopped looking for jobs. Right. People are going to start looking, and, and you could find yourself in a situation in September where you have no staff. I know. There's, Howard, there are very, very, very talented people. And you who know, are you, they? You know one of them. It's a guy that used to work for us who I think is an incredibly talented guy. It took him 18 months to find a job. That's true. I know who you mean. And and I think that guy's an amazing talent. He is. And that's a long time to be said, out of wait, work. Wait a minute. So he just said, who? And then he goes, I know. <laughs> Who? I don't know who you're talking about. Huh? It's a friend. I know. It's a friend I know what you. I, I know who you mean. Yeah. I know. I don't know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I am really. <laughs> Get you every time. You're a sucker for that yeah. one, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm in peril. <laughs> I'm in the fetal position, jerking myself off. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. What are you, what laughing, are you laughing about? about? <laughs> oh, JD. I feel betrayed by me, too. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't. I can't just say I have a job here in eight months. How could I say that? What? 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 Jesus, I did it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, fear-based. He loves it. He loves them all fucking hanging on us by their fingernails every fucking time. He really is a nuclear power. That's just yeah. stressing that he is going to drop that holocaust on you at any point in time. But he's just not sure when. No. It's not up to me if I have a job in eight of months. Of course it is. Oh, it Don't is? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, stop I thought it, it's up to Mel. I, th- I think the thing that's really. Who's my ball? Nobody. I, how right, I, so who am I supposed to sign with? I, I think it's your show. I think the thing that's really freaking people out. I, that, I don't want to no, work anymore. Is that nobody even knows it's freaking me out. if there's talks or any efforts being made. There's no. Oh, God. Here we go. Talks. See, that's interesting to me from all perspectives. Why aren't they talking to you? Why aren't you talking to them? They offered to talk to me. He won't talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking. So, yeah, you are the oh, asshole. Oh. Yeah. You are the this asshole. Is de- this is diplomacy failing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is good. flying to the what, G7, G7, whatever, summit, and then not getting off the plane and just saying, I'm not meeting now. Fuck this. This is texting to the G7. <laughs> I just sent you a happy emoji. Jesus I see the Christ. trouble Tracy got into. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. You're better. No, you're off. right. I don't know what. Fuck you. Like I think if people felt there were, they knew some sort of it's negotiations compli- going on. It's, no, it's very complicated. Well, no. that would mean he knew what he wanted to no, do. That's not. where he is. It's not complicated, and he has nowhere else to go. It's not complicated. If you, no. <laughs> if you want, if you want to know where you are, you have to show up and you have to speak. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. This, don't you think it's a little odd? Don't you think somebody in the compound, especially Gary, would have had to have known before? No, no. I think that you, you think from top MP- to bottom, he just told nope. nobody. I think he what? told nobody, and that's why I think Robin's saying what she's saying because I think she's irritated. Yeah, maybe. As he doesn't know what I he know wants what I want to do. do. Huh? I know what I want. Oh, you do. do. I do. Well, this is new. I want to stick my head in an oven. Okay. <laughs> oh, let's all fuck. stick. Yeah. You fuck. You yeah. motherfucking fuck. <laughs> you just sit there and you. It's like, hey, these people's lives are in the balance, and you're yep. joking he, around. He really is that kid from the Twilight Zone, putting them putting them out in the cornfield. Unbelievable. Our heads yeah, in I the have, oven. Oh, and a shout out to Dame Bathman, by the way. Amazing latest blog post. <laughs> she took the silhouettes of Beth and Howard against the I wall. I loved and, it. And she compared them to the Jack in the Box. The guy in that Twilight Zone episode who gets sent out of the cornfield. Oh, I have a theory on what I think you want to do. May I put it out Go there? Go ahead. Why do you have a theory? Because I because you, you hear things. I think that you would like to continue here. But on your own terms, right. I think you have terms that you want. I think yes. you'd like to continue doing this. I think you like, I think you love satellite radio over terrestrial radio greatly. Yes. And I think that you just like to work. There's certain things that you'd like to do. Yes. Yes, but that's complicated. It's right. simple. It's complicated. Oh, it's, it's, it's arithmetic. So everybody's jobs in the balance based on your laziness. Yeah, pretty much. Simple, and yet it's complicated. But why aren't you talking to anybody about it? Since you know what you want to do. Right. Why wasn't I invited to the ski house? <laughs> redirection. Redirection. Can't answer. Can't answer. Deflect. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so I could sit in that shitty little room. No, but wait, wait, wait. Jason. Robin Robin Jason. brings up a point. I can't believe Tracy wants to go to the ski house. <laughs> take her there. Punish her by taking her there. I know. I'm Why aren't fart. you talking to somebody if you want? If you have, you know, I don't what you know. Want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it's, then it's, it's, I don't believe he knows what he wants to do because he'd be talking. Fuck off, Robin. You know full well. There are people. There are. But, but this is the underlying Tracy Gary argument is something. Yeah. But this is this is a layered problem because of one the economy which we are dealing with that has nothing to do with the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Two, because of that, it is enveloping the situation where. These people need to know if they have a job. The fact that they don't is an underlying issue. So the communication issue is huge because they need to know that they feel important and that they are needed. And if they don't, they're worried they're going to lose their jobs. And that is just as simple as anything. The fact that he is sitting here and joking about it right Mm -hmm. now. This is what the issue is at the core. The Gary thing is an issue, which we talk about and we laugh about and we can, you know, dissect. But the real issue is the fact that 
all of them are on the fucking chopping block like Salem witches in the trials ready mm. to be goddamn hanged and not have a goddamn job. And that's really what the matter is. Well, I mean, think about it, guys. We had the Richie interview, Richie Wilson interview, and he explained that Beth told Rachel, you guys better start looking for work now because he's not bringing you back. You had to hear it from his fucking beard, not from him. And she had to do and it. That probably, was a gracious thing. Yes. And that was probably in. She was probably afraid of what would happen if it got out that she gave up that information. That um, didn't get out until we did that interview, by the that's way. Right. Nobody yep. knew that. Beth did right. the noble thing. Because Which is amazing. Trapped. And yeah. as much as I don't like Beth and I think mm-hmm. she deserves what she deserves. Yeah. At least she warned them. Listen, get out. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And I mean, she told and she told them because she knew they'd keep it to themselves at the time for sure. And that's why she felt safe doing it. So I got to give got to give her credit for that, at least because it's more complicated. There are other situations involved now. There are that other just stopped everybody. There are yeah. other situations. <laughs> what? It's not that simple. It's going to take a long Why time to sort this so out. Complicated. I know this dumb show is complicated. <laughs> now listen, it's got a lot of moving parts. But here's the, yeah, I'm planning my fucking lawsuit. The thing. I, no, 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 no. He's planning. He's planning his lawsuit, and he's also planning. He's planning his days off, his three days a week. He's planning his. I want millennial shit staff yep. to work for me for less and right. fire the people who've been for me for longer. He's also thinking of what, how much am I cutting from everybody else's salary? Cause I'm getting a pay cut. That's exactly right. Yep. The fact that people are afraid because I would be, I would be very annoyed by this situation that we don't know what's going to happen in eight months. Prick. I could either be out of the business or I could be onto something exciting and new that would include all of us which is what I it would be the ideal situation. Like what? Group. Like Ex- what? What exciting is exciting and new? What? What? Uh, I, I'm thinking of the platforms back then. Yeah. What exactly do you think you're going on to? In 2010, nothing unless he's going streaming. But then he's putting up his own money. Yeah, he'd have to. He would have to go on what? Uh, let's see. A 2010? YouTube show? Yeah, pretty much. Some kind of streaming, or maybe Vimeo, or which is I think owned by YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but there's nothing Who's he could think of. HBO, no. right? And actually, I think it was uh, God. It was not too long ago. I read in the Marks Friggin. He was talking about HBO turned him down for the Howard TV thing. Maybe around That's this right. time. Yeah. So I'm like, but he and he why owned or why they he bitched about how cheap they were for fucking 20 years. But then he goes begging to them for fucking TV coverage, money to make a TV show. Come on. After you just after you just had people on from The Sopranos when you said that they paid you fucking shit. Yeah. You're it's. Yeah. People have long memories in in show business with people that have stepped on their fucking backs trying to claw their way to the top. When you think you're the king. Keep going. Yep. Despite you and Tracy not getting along, I love the two of you. <laughs> this is just—it's going to resolve itself. I know that. They're well, created by man. We can solve them by man. Right, Tim. We have a fun group. We all have a good time together. The show works. I think well, you should have Tracy to the did. ski house. <laughs> well, so she can see what a shithole. Here's is. the funniest thing. Here's the funniest thing of all. That she's going to get on the air and can't say, "Gary invited me to the shithole." Last week, right. can I t- hold on for a minute? There's something last week. Can Tracy go up there today? I got to bring this up. <laughs> last <laughs> last week, Mary came to me, and her exact words were, 
You know, we need to have Richard and Sal and Tracy up to the house. They haven't been to the house yet. Well, maybe you ought to, mm. Tracy. I don't know. I have a hard time. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird now. Yeah, it's a little weird now. Like, I got to wait a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, right, that's, you okay. know. I mean, okay, lovely. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> the thought the thought was worth something, I suppose. I don't know if they ever made it there. It's hard to have somebody at your house who hates you. Tracy just wants to sit at that shitty she movie theater of yours. I never you. said I hated you. Mm, yeah. It felt that way. That's okay. what, You know what? That's what I heard. Well, let me tell you something. Tracy wants to shit, sit in that shitty movie theater in those shitty bar stools. She wants to try a stool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, unlike Tracy, I don't want to go to your home. I've been there. It's enough. Once is enough. Oh God! Yes, we're 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 well into covering that asshole. Maybe if Tracy yeah, went there covered. once, you'd get out of her system. I've been there twice. It's really nice. Your Fred's been there. Fred's seen the second <gasps> half. Been there Tracy, twice. Fred has been there twice. Been twice. Yeah, nice. nice. See, I told nice you house. I wanted to be Fred. You, you, <laughs> you'd like it. In all fairness, one of the times Fred was at my house, we were on our way to go visit Artie. It wasn't like it was a pleasure trip. <laughs> Why? Oh God! Here we go. Wasn't Tracy visiting Artie? <laughs> I'm not sure you know why Fred and I went to visit Artie. You know how much fun it is visiting Artie? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if Artie wanted Fred. Fuck you. He's fucking throwing him under the bus for no good reason, prick. No, Tracy, you missed out on a great day. Uh, but it was a nice trip. Right. Oh, it's so Gee, fun. I can't imagine being in that Artie. shitty ski house and then going to visit Artie. <laughs> being in Gary's oh. life. For four months in, four months in, you haven't replaced him. You haven't talked about him. You haven't said bullshit. And now you're going to fucking knock him, knock his dick in while he's off the air. Just the only reason why the only reason why you fucking even have fans at this point is because of Artie. Mm -hmm. That's the only fucking reason. Oh yeah. To keep pissing him away. Second to none. I love this ski house. But I'm going to give you tiny. some advice, Tracy. Stay out of Gary's life. You have no idea how horrible it is. It's fine. You know. It's fine. I'm out. Get out. An evil loop. <laughs> it sounds better on paper. Yeah. All right. You two okay. will be fine. Tracy, you did a good we'll job on the show. Thank you. Okay, a little bit more, guys. Almost done. You let it all out. You let the poison out. I let the poison out. And you certainly Yeah, you did. know, I, I was thinking about that the other day, too. You know, somebody sent a note last night that said that Tracy's going to die of a heart attack. I have the exact <laughs> opposite feeling. I've always felt like, in some ways, you have a lot in common with Pat Cooper. I think Pat Cooper's going to live to be a thousand <laughs> because he holds nothing in. That's true. There's, You know what? The poison's always out for Pat Cooper. I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah. I, you do let that fucking shit out because, um, I mean, uh, anyway, fuck, nobody cares. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, Why do you do road right. rage? Rather than I pull care. out a gun and go after people, I just swear at them a lot in the car. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I do fast. this. Yeah. Right. I do this show. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is how you get your poison out. We're, yeah, we're going to live to be a hundred, Fillmore, and we'll be <laughs> slapping each other in wheelchairs. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's a very healthy way. I don't know. You know. I just think that when you let it out like that, how could you be unhealthy? Right. Put poison out of your system. Well, there you go. All I'm right. Like a Tracy, good job here. on the show. Thank Sorry you. it's all turned out to be a mess with you and Gary, but I think it'll be. I think you're both rational. You'll work it all out. We will. Oh, all right. fuck Thank you. You, you yeah. walk away. You walk away, you goddamn Jersey Shore fucking cunt. I can't stand. <laughs> I, 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 I would love for Tracy liver. to just pull a gymnastic move where she just like put her hands on the ground and then like swirl kick him in the back. <laughs> Knock him right through the door. Or even better, grab him by the back of the jacket, pull him back and <laughs> say, not yet, not yet. Just wring his neck. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Tracy, Tracy, no, please, come on, hold up, hold up, guys. I already spoke. No, Gary, Gary, we already spoke. Did you guys, did you guys really even, did you guys really even resolve anything? No, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't resolve anything except to say. Because my arms are crossed.
And so are hers, actually. That we're going to work on resolving things as time goes by. How? How are you going to... You know, time... Listen, just time to those ones. Yeah, you know. It's going to be cliche like that? No, but it does. It just... I just... Today I feel crappy. By Thursday I might feel better and stop by and say hello. And All so right. that's how it's going to go. I'm not going to address anything. I'm not no. going to address anything. No. I'm just going to fold my arms and look at her. And I'm going to say the same things I did before. I'm not going to do anything differently and maybe if i feel better i'll talk to her yeah no (laughs) okay so that's the end of that now i'm going to play one little clip of donna from the wrap-up show who's excoriating him it's a short clip but just bear with us guys uh donna in minneapolis you're on the wrap-up show good morning gary good morning don how are you I'm good. I, I think you're terrific. I've always thought that. But do you understand that you've been a bad boss to Tracy? <laughs> well, how so? Well, um, I, I listened to a lot of it yesterday, and what I heard was really poor communication. Uh, I agree that I agree with you that we may have not communicated some things. Okay, but you're the boss, right? Right. So who sets the tone? <laughs> Thank Are you, Donna. Donna, do you want to give me a call sometime? We can exactly. Chit chat. You want to come on the show? I like yeah. you. Well, that's an interesting question. And, and then I saw a lot of, heard a lot of bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Yeah, badmouthing her when she wasn't there. Well, and, well wait, hold on a second. I was responding. There was a lot of bad mouthing when I wasn't here. I was responding to it. And and then I responded to it in the morning when she wasn't here, and then when she came in, we were no. When she came in, we were able to communicate together. Well, wait before we get to that. Uh, no, 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 no. You weren't. Well, hold on, Donna. Before we yeah, get to that, Gary, who <laughs> communications at an all-time high here, guys. Yeah, we're Set the tone. Some time. Yeah. Well, for what? See, there's there, you run the office. It's almost like there's two different. There's the show, and I think when I set the tone for how the show runs, and however, and then there's uh. She sets a tone for how the office runs because no. there's this huge Donna. <laughs> I love Donna. She's like, and he's going. What? What? The, uh, there's uh, when you hear two people do that, Donna they're struggling. Yeah, Donna, I'm not here for most of the day. You know, there's a good chunk of the day where I'm not here. Where, so, good. so, and it is weird. We do have some crossover. Where Sorry. The fuck are you? Exactly, but she, the, the off- marbs at the gas station, Gary. <laughs> Maybe. Fucking- in other words, it, it's her. He it's up to her to decide. Everybody leaves at five thirty. Yeah. If I want to let them go early, I can. She asks me about that, but she's running the office, the actual right. office. But here's my point: your interaction with her, for instance, when you sent someone to tell her something and they didn't tell her, and she comes in and says, "Well, are we? Is the meeting on or not?" And the person that didn't tell her did not get, to my knowledge, reprimanded by you. Well, the person ah, says that that never- Boom. This is exactly my point and my point against the person who had the commentary about our former, you know. Uh, so for, for the previous episode. Yeah. The person yeah. who had a comment about it. This yeah. is my point. Donna, back then, even understood this. Well, yeah, and most of the callers in the first part were all saying, "Oh, what a cunt! Tracy's a cunt! This and that!" And then, but but it was no. entertaining and all that. No, she wasn't. She wasn't a cunt. What happened? And don't conflate it with people that you know in your experience that have been that way, because it in this case the context is completely different. Yeah, and don't conflate it with what a cunt I am either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use these words. 
And the person is Jason. Jason says, to his knowledge, that's never happened. And when, so what if, what, Donna, what does it make so hey. say, say I did yeah. reprimand the person? Pardon? What if I did reprimand the person? I think this that whole thing bad. about that me not no, telling did. her is... Well, you didn't, first of all, so it's irrelevant now. What if... Yeah, what if? If you had a square asshole, you'd shit bricks, you fucking idiot. I think it's I think it's very um it, it's very picky. I'm just trying to get the message over you know there. What? <laughs> I knew you'd love this one. <laughs> My mandate on the show is to get Sam laughing as much as possible, if I can. Well, <laughs> uh, well I think unless I'm an enraged psycho. Yeah. But you're not backing up your employee. <laughs> for for bashing him? <laughs> no, 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 leave the bashing out. What do you mean I'm why not backing she, her up? Why, why is she bashing you in the first place? That's a damn good question. You should call her on the next <laughs> show and ask her. Well, no, I'm asking you because you're her boss. Why right? is she bashing me? <laughs> That's great. Are you her boss? I am. Then I guess I am. You know. We- <laughs> I am. I guess I am. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. <laughs> Doctor Fluth at the at the rescue. <laughs> Mary, give me give me the neck bone. Is that... <laughs> save the neck bone for me. I'm gonna be late. We yeah, work together. Well, no, you. I are. don't. You I don't just. Other bird. I'm just trying to you know figure it out that you know that's what I heard yesterday. Is you're you're her boss. I'm her boss. Tim's her boss. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of levels here that that are always weird. I'm okay. her boss. Tim Sabian's her boss. But yeah. inevitably, Howard's her boss. <laughs> it's a fucking Hydra with no heads. <laughs> Can you imagine what I do? I don't know. Ask Jim. Tim, ask John. Ask him, Gary. Ask Howard. I can't get to Howard. What is this? You <laughs> I'll see missing? you tomorrow. <laughs> Rinse, repeat. <laughs> Monday's no different than Friday. Uh, <laughs> what kind of you, you? They didn't need to hire Marcy. They needed to hire those guys from Office Space. You just hire Donna. <laughs> yeah, Donna. And right. I, like, I here's the perfect example. I I would not be allowed to fire Tracy. Where okay. I can that I can, so so that to me right, right away takes takes away like a whole boss thing. But if that, you wanted to. Let's say you wanted to, you could put a good argument in, and they would probably listen to yeah, you. Yeah, but but in other words, but I, he wouldn't be the one. Firing. Yeah, I think at at the end of the day, for for any employee here, Howard would have to know right. about it. In other words, right. we can, I can't just say sure. you're fired. So so Howard's really the big boss, and then we are all like uh, like uh, he's also throwing responsibility to Howard, <laughs> but he couldn't yeah. do that during the whole two hours we just like four hours we spent playing the audio. You're all a bunch of minnows. Just yeah, you know. Yeah, futile. Not Jeez. none of you. <laughs> the Boar Collective. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, in, in Tracy's case, I would say I'm her boss and I'm middle management. But this, this is the, this is the this is the ultimate Darwin's theory of office management. <laughs> her boss to have her clean out your refrigerator. Right. Well, again, that you know, it, the communication on that was unfortunate. If I had any yeah. idea, hold on, Donna. <laughs> now it's all worth it. 
Sorry if this episode was a little, uh, uh, a little um, slow at points, guys. But I think it make we make we're trying to make up for it now. Was it? I felt it was great. <laughs> no, just just some of the some of the the uh, transitions there. If I had any idea that that yeah. was so upsetting to her, I wouldn't have asked her to do it. And also, if it was that upsetting to her, she probably shouldn't have waited two years to say it on a show when I wasn't around. But Gary, what I heard. But Donna, but what? She. <laughs> what do you do for a living? <laughs> That's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god <laughs> i mean like we can almost we can almost always uh figure out that it's going to be <laughs> one way or the <laughs> jesus christ hold on let's see let me see if i got it okay what do you do for a living and i'm not it's not gonna it's not one of those you know oh who are you but what do you do for a living you know in- <laughs> i love that clip <laughs> It's not going to be one of those, who are you, but what do you do for a living? <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I've, I've injured your ribs again playing these clips. She can't. She doesn't feel like she can talk to you, and that, I think, is part of your problem, too, not just hers. I disagree. I think if she'd have come in to me and she said, you know what? When you asked me to clean out the refrigerator, I re- you really made me feel shitty, and I'd be like, hey, I didn't mean that at all. I mean, people know me here. I, I, I'm not on a power trip. I'm not malicious. I've never, you know, I don't yell at people and I don't try to make people feel small. If that happens, that can happen. Listen, that can happen inadvertently if there's bad communication. But all you got to do is talk to somebody. From you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this saga, however it pans out. This one's going to be on YouTube, whether you like it or not. Um, thanks to Sam for sticking through it. Thanks to Tracy for providing us with the fireworks. Right. And thanks to Bowie for... Uh, Proving that communication is silence is golden. Who wants to work with me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else to say? <laughs> Take care, guys. We love you. Bye. You know what I mean? They, yeah. For a burrito? Well, they had a problem. I like uh, that they fa- get a whole button. No, I knew it was There's happening. your burrito. I knew it was Go ahead, eat. There yeah. it goes. <laughs> Thanks, I don't want it to get cold. There Thanks, you go. Rich. Look what just got happened. There's <laughs> 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 <is> my burrito. <laughs> Somebody's hungry. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's feeding time. Put something in his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs>